This sit down is with Zach Hudson. He's actually one of my um, oldest friends. So this um, this is a guy that I can and have a history of bouncing back and forth between more normal life conversation and then more um, conversation and theories that are on the edge of either things we thought we knew or things that we really don't know about life. Um, whether that's more weird theory or whether that's just the conversations about um, where technology is or where it's going. Um, in this specific sit down, we also get into um, things like healthy drinking water and taking your shoes off and the health benefits of that, putting your feet on the ground. Um, we get into the Mayan calendar some, which he studied in depth, and um, some Hopi theory and prophecy that he studied in connection to his heritage. So um, we even talk about movies for a second. So we bounce all around, and that's really something I enjoy. So I had a blast with this one, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll let you um, walk with us on the edges of some fun uh, theories and some fun questions and some fun things that hopefully... Society will be knocking out here in no time. Here we go. Okay, Greg. So if you get on 40 West, like you're headed towards Bellevue. Cool. So you're coming out of Nashville Southwest. Exactly. Southwest. Head towards Memphis. Okay. Land of the Blues. Yeah, so next exit past Bellevue, McCurry Lane. Gotcha. Okay. Out there, so. Um, yeah, it's kind of fun because it's like kind of old stomping grounds for us. Right, too, right, so right, like, right. It feels good. Definitely some history in Bellevue, Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, ventured into the Brentwood area. Yeah. Good bit. And one thing that's interesting now. The that's backwoods of Franklin. The backwoods. Now. Like the yeah. weird, creepy roads <laughs> that you shouldn't be driving on I've, at age I've 16. I have explored those in camouflage clothes. Sure. I've met you. <laughs> in the evening. So this gives some history on us. Yeah. Um, I've met you. It was probably, I remember like there was a bridge that had gone out on the back, some of the back mm. roads of like Franklin yes. area. Yes. And I think it was my mom handing me off to you and your mom. Yes. At a Across bridge, the bridge that had busted down. Yes. And I'd like crawl through it. <laughs> yeah. those, that's yes. those days. That's, yes. that's so all it, It's fun to, to talk about that because I had similar experience with Austin Maddox, who we were actually right. mentioning earlier. Uh, where they lived in Cottonwood, yeah. and so we would take Old Natchez Trace to okay. Del Rio, okay. and then there was a spot where you could swim across the river. <laughs> this is to go to school, right, every morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I could. he would meet me on his bike on the other side of the river. I'd ride like with my parents. They'd yeah. drop me off, which is hilarious. As my parents are like, yeah, just go and swim across that river. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swim across the river, meet up with him, and like stand on the pegs of his bike and like yeah. ride to his house. Uh, Oh, man. Until I got old enough that my parents were like, you can just ride your bike. And so I'd like right. walk across the river with the bike like over my head. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> walk across or swim like as much as I could. And uh, That's kind of yes. good. They staggered it because then you feel awesome with the freedom of being able to carry oh, your bike oh, across yeah. the river. It was, I was such a big adult at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I remember that. that but really, bridge... at that point, you were only 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Middle school was rough. Right. Uh, no, but that bridge, that's funny. I forgot about that because that was a one-lane bridge. And people like he's always get hurt on that, and right. so they completely tore it out. And, and re- that's, that's when we were like, that was the only way we could get to your house. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, that that's wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah so but anyway, so I, I love Pegram. I love that area. Yeah, I try. I like 
I'm talking about it here, but I try. It's like a secret. That's the gym, Cheatham yeah. County. That particular area. Is there's just a bunch of good awesome. outer, like nature there. Um, well, there's a 22,000 acre wildlife preserve right there. Whoa. Which my property borders. Whoa. Okay. Which crazy. Is heaven. And and so that was really you know one of the main two things that helps me buy that property, like make the decision, was right. one that it bordered a wildlife so preserve, so there's, it's never going to be anything. Right. And then the second one was spring water, right. which is, you know, as you know, and maybe hopefully some of the listeners here know about, but it's the only real water that is actually right. full of trace minerals. It's alive, right. and it's structured by the earth herself, right. and it's the only water that anyone should be drinking. Right. So there's a spring house there that feeds water into my house. All my pipes are spring water. I yeah. shower and spring water. Everything's spring water. Right. So, so even to, even to like, because that's something that a lot of people get that natural water would be good, just like natural. Anything is probably healthy. But a sure. lot of people also, not that we have to totally cover this, but this is interesting. Yeah. Um, actually has minerals, which you need, mm-hmm. versus like if somebody's going to the store, in your opinion, <laughs> um, if somebody's going to the store to buy bottled water and it's right. like filtered, right? A yeah. lot of that doesn't have minerals. Right. Um, and you don't want to lose that. No. Well, and, and, and listen to this. Yeah. This is, takes it even another step is that <clears throat> so purified water, which right. probably nine, at least... Sucks all the minerals out, right? Yes. Okay. It pulls I'll the minerals you, yeah. out and then a lot of times doesn't put any minerals back in. And water has a, it's, its own kind of chemical composition that sure. it likes to be in. It's, it's homeostasis, which does have certain trace minerals and minerals in it. Well, when you drink that purified water, it actually pulls those minerals out of your body right. to balance the water. Right, right. So that water can actually dehydrate you and pull things out of your body that your body needs. Right. Then you pee those out, and it's like, oh, great. Well, that was really helpful. Right. Um, so just mainly bottled waters that are purified waters, you really want to look and see what has been added to them, if anything. Yeah. If they haven't added anything back to it once it's been purified... It's really not that good for you, right. and it's 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 amazing because people and even myself before I learned this stuff like oh great this is like an expensive fancy bottle of water it's gonna be good for me you know not understanding that one that water's definitely come from a source that is going to be a part of a municipal water somewhere which means it's gonna have fluoride in it right um, unless it came from Alaska or parts of Alaska which right. is the only place it doesn't def- doesn't fluorinate. Um, and it's going to be stripped of all those minerals. In so, America, I guess. Not that in, you're, not in that America, not, but, yeah. Right, cool. Alaska in America, still does not fluoride. Every other state, it's standard to have fluoride in the water. Yes. Is that also true with chlorine? I know chlorine is another thing they put yes. in. Yes. Okay. Chlorine is, is very common. Just it, You know, the trick is... Those again, are the two big ones that I've heard that I used to not think about and then I yeah. think more and more about because um, the reasoning I hear, and I don't know if this is just <clears> the, the common answer, but... That it's it, the whole teeth debate, right, with fluoride. Oh, sure. Which but here's the thing that's so crazy. Why don't you just put vitamin D in the water then if you're worried about people's teeth? <clears> you're probably worried about their their mood or their sure. mental health. You know, it's just, sure. that's just weird to well, me. Well, but here's the thing that's so, so weird and confusing about that is yeah. that all research that's been done on fluoride 
for the benefit of your teeth has been done with topical application of fluoride only. Right. Which is why it says on your toothpaste, if you drink this or, or if you eat this, call your, your right, ER or your right. doctor immediately because of all the fluoride that's right. in there. So the amount of time that the fluoride is actually on your teeth when you're drinking water is milliseconds, unless right. you're, you know, swishing or something. So the whole situation of adding fluoride to the water People is, need to do more research. They need, need to, to do more out. research. And not only that... I believe it was like in 2011 or 2013, the scientific journal came forth and classified fluoride as a poison in the same classification as mercury and arsenic. That's a big one. Yeah, it's huge. So technically there's poison added to all municipal water. But I mean, you can also, chlorine is going to be the same thing, you know. And I can see that a little bit more than fluoride because of the purification, sterilization, really. Well, and then there's also the other logical balance of that. And I'm not saying that this is a reasonable thing. I'm just trying to think of what what happens in your mind when you... When you hear that, you either think, I don't care, or you think, think, yeah, I know, this is weird, or you think... Um, it's happening because we we got to get water to a ton of people. You know what I mean? Like of you course. got all these tanks, uh, and you got a city. Of course, you got to put some chemicals in there. Mm-hmm. So I get that well, too. Well, I think there's you know it, it's it, we live in this interesting continent in this country because there's so much of a legal system that can get you sued or you can get in trouble from other right. human beings. So if you're supplying something to the masses. You've of course going to have to cover your butt as much as possible. Sure. And so I can see on in a somewhat of a sympathetic level of like, yeah, you're supplying municipal water to all these thousands or millions of people, and you want to make sure that no one's going to come back and sue you because you right. got them sick. So there's an argument for for I get the bacteria side of things and all that. Like if the it's fluoride thing doesn't poorly. make any sense though, unless you really start going back and looking at like Gerald Ford and the, all the stuff with like when the first nuclear bomb was created and all right. the fluoride you know byproduct and there's there's a lot that you can research the beautiful truth is a great documentary that talks a lot about that yeah um and yeah kind of how it's possibly yeah i mean this is a crazy thing too cuz sometimes people i don't know um the first time that water was fluoridated is that i've heard and this again it's, it's concentration camps is that right I've i don't heard that. i don't know about yeah. the first time i don't know that but sure, i do first is I a pretty aggressive know. word yeah, but I do know that it was added yeah. to the water in the concentration Anytime camps. Anytime you hear that, even if you believe it or even if you've heard it from a few different people or seen some good documentation, yeah, um, your brain, when you hear <laughs> World War II, like you're, yeah. or even calling somebody Hitler, sure, uh, it shuts off to a degree. Sure, or it right. doesn't well, seem like reality. It's like yeah. calling somebody Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I think like, the thing is, we is talking about that we inherently are, are good people. And so, just you I, and me specifically. <laughs> yeah, right. Outside of this room, right. I can't. So speak the anymore. average, you're saying the average human. Yeah, I think when the average born. human is is well, even even now, even you late, know, there's yeah. so many layers to to what has shaped humans as they are adults. Right. But I think at our core, we are good people, and we want to, you know, to do good. Sure. And so when you hear something like, "Wait a minute," so Hitler put fluoride in the water of these concentration camps. Specifically to keep the the people there lethargic and like not talking back. Right. Then you go, <clears throat> wait. And it was also put in a scientific journal that it's a poison. Right. And it's in all of our water. What's going on there? It it is it's so overwhelming. I believe. I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like it's such an overwhelming thing to take on. Of like, holy cow! I can't even handle that. I'm just gonna shut sure. it out. You know, like there's way more important things going on in this exact moment to me. Like. I'll just drink more beer, right, you know, right. like it doesn't have as much. Or even in there. catch up on this sick 
movie that three of my friends are already talking about, and I, you know, something good, or yeah. you know, even catching a sports game. I mean, you got to, sure, you right, got to take course. a break, right? But it's true with some of these, and I love going into, I, I, I love shooting theories with my more normal minded friends, mm-hmm. if that's that's the, not a good way to say it, and then also the <laughs> more people that are maybe. open to saying. There's more layers here. Sure. And I think it's easy. I think some people just view it more straight up. Like, um, politics is an easy one to get into, even though it's so absurd and people can get easily offended, I guess. But not really on this topic, because it's just in the analogy of is the president just the president or is the president have a ton of pressure put on him from from all these people? You know, and that's maybe even you can hear I'm. Um, pushing an agenda with the question by even saying, like, yeah, so are there people behind the scenes pulling the strings or even yeah. the discussion of a deep state, Sure, which is people try to maybe make that um, partisan now because they'd make everything partisan, but that's yeah. not a partisan issue. No, and uh, I think... That it's for, hard to take it in, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I think and, for in me... In a lot of areas. Totally. It, there's a whole lot of implications that you have to start thinking about when you think about something like that, which I think is also like the whole thing with any concept of there being an aerosol spray that's sprayed into the air right. that people call chemtrails. Like you talk about that as a concept and people are just like completely shut off because all the layers that would have to be in place for there to be an agenda with that sure. is just too much for someone to take on. But so And that to, one's got a good that's a good example because that one's been <clears throat> in terms of a um a theory of something of malice, a conspiracy yeah. theory of malice. Yeah. That's a good example. I mean, it's and been it, spun on both <clears throat> ways for a while. Yeah. Uh, and the, 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 the truth of the spraying is there. Right. The right. reason behind it is up to, you know, sure, further sure. to go to further investigation. But to kind of tie all that in, I feel like as hard as it might be for the common person to think about those those ideas and really go, wow, this is impacting me right. and do something about it. <clears throat> I don't know that that's actually that important. I think what's more important is people like yeah. myself and maybe you and other people that go, I'm not going to dismiss that there's more going on here right. and I'm going to investigate it. And if I can get some proof about it and then by that proof, create a belief that it's happening, then I become responsible to do something about it. And everybody else is going to benefit from me doing that, but they don't have to do anything about that. You right. Know? And doing something about it doesn't mean you're tracking whatever plane you think is spraying something. Or you're, well, yeah, or, I mean, or, everyone. You know, I mean, not, I'm just saying like trying to tackle a guy that you, sure, sure. it might just be trying to educate yourself, or I don't know. Yeah, or I don't edu- know. I well, don't, even like, that's the question. What the fuck is doing? I'm, so, well, I mean, <laughs> then then you go into even a deeper question, because right. I've thought about this a lot with Or if you think sh- the banking system's corrupt, what do you do about it? If right. You th- if you think politics is corrupt, what do you do, or, or medicine, and or, I think, or schools need to be, yeah. it's, man, it's... It's a tricky layer. It's, it, it, it's a dance, I feel like, because there's two things. And I think about this sometimes with like my shamanic work and even with like my massage healing work and stuff. It's like, <clears throat> I think I sometimes compare it to like Jesus talking in the Bible and going, if this per- I mean, the absolute paraphrasing here. I don't know where <laughs> in the world this is said exactly. But Shut it down. Something to, quote. <laughs> yeah. Something to the effect of <clears throat> not being willing to heal somebody because they were not ready for that healing and him doing that healing would not have actually been beneficial for them because they weren't ready to maintain that level of health. They would have just gone right back to where they were because it wasn't coming from themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's a dance that I've felt as well as like, what do you do? Is it right for any human to go, 
I'm going to push this till the limit to where it's healed and done. Immediately. Immediately. Is that what's and actually it best? The whole planet. Yeah, is that what's best gonna, for yeah. the whole collective? Or is each person on their own kind of journey and they're going to come to their space of wholeness right. in their own time and us forcing in any way? Is that actually just ego wanting us? Wanting something to be different than it is, or, or then going back to like Buddhist, like Buddhist, you know, quote of like wanting something to be different than it is is human suffering. Sure, you know. So yeah, I, I totally be a agree. part of it, but don't be um, too emotionally connected. Yeah, to and it. I think that that's you know, I feel like everyone has a purpose here, and everyone um, has certain things that they're going to learn in this lifetime. Because I believe that we're going to live multiple lifetimes, and we already have. And so in that, the most important thing is just what each person does with what is presented to them in the moment, moment to moment. Yeah. And that's it. Everything yeah. outside of that is and that's, irrelevant. And that's where it comes down to that, you know, what do you quote unquote do? Sometimes it's just sure. talking to somebody. Sometimes it's taking a break or resting. Sure. And sometimes it's like trying to maybe um, get more in touch with local community to sure. make to make change on these things. Yes. Just, that's the big thought is so many people I, I run into also the common sentiment is what can we do about so much of this stuff? And I'm not yeah. even, you know, that doesn't even, I'm learning more and more about being patient with change. Mm. And the fact that I'm, I had this thought as I was falling asleep last night, actually. Um, and I haven't really, this is now the second time it's coming, you know, I'm only remembering it now. And so I'm not pretending to have solidified this in my beliefs, <laughs> but uh, I had the thought and as I was falling asleep in that state, it seemed pretty sufficient in terms of truth. Um, I'm here. I was thinking about happiness. I felt pretty content in the moment. Um, that's good when you're exhausted and you get in bed. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can guarantee a moment where I'm feeling pretty <clears throat> thankful. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully, but I, um, was thinking the point of life or I'm here to have a mind blowing experience mm. and that's going to happen. Um, and everybody's here to have a mind-blowing experience, and that's going to happen. And I don't mean skydiving <laughs> or X Games <clears throat> sure. or picking a fight with somebody you know who's mm-hmm. trained in fighting when you're not. Yeah. Um, and that could be awesome. And, and you, um, I, I would assume right now, I, keep, I don't know why I'm going to baseball all of a sudden, but just like, you know what I mean? Getting <laughs> I to compete in a World Series would be fun. Sure. Or that can be awesome in terms of awe it creates awe but it's mm-hmm. a major bummer in terms of not the normal use of awesome in terms of you're somebody who starves to death mm-hmm. you know what i mean sure the absurdity of that i'm just trying to i think as i'm falling asleep i'm trying to this one last <clears throat> thought of like let me just solve the is life about <laughs> happiness problem right mm. before i fall asleep yeah you know? yeah that seems um like an easy thing to tackle yeah, before bed. yeah. And, and, well uh, if i could tag on to yeah. that i and two things come to mind. One, and I'm not even. I know it pulled me away from where we were a second we're getting ago. There. I'm not yeah. even really trying to get around to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to either. But I'm to just throwing with something yeah. within that. Is like the reality of life is that if you can actually stop and almost take up somewhat of an observer perspective of life in general, there's so much that's mind blowing. Right. That's happening every second that we take for granted. Right. And 
it kind of made me think of the whole Louis, Keys, uh, Louis C.K. thing where he's like talking he about the guy complaining, complaining about his phone not working. It's like, it's going to space. Like, give right. it a minute. Like, yeah. you're in a plane. The, the, you're in the, <laughs> yeah. the magic of flight and you're complaining. Like, that kind of thing is like, that's the reality of like, hold on a second. Like, if you really can, can maintain this understanding that we are on this, from my belief, living being... <coughs> that is floating in this thing that we don't know much about at least the mainstream doesn't maybe some people do but orbiting this thing that we don't know very much about that's keeping us alive that we call the sun like there's so much mind-blowing stuff that's happening all the time yeah that we get it's again kind of like you got to compartmentalize things so you can become a productive part of society like if you if you got a, if you're like remembering all of that and you're aware of like holy cow this is incredible like even my body is doing things that I don't have to tell it to do anything yep. and like all of that together if you really could sit back and, and observe that and see how what's happening it's mind-blowing right but we can kind of close that off and go okay it cool need to I've really got to get like something's got to be over the top to blind mind blow you right know? right and with our brains, we can get into this rhythm where we lose sight of things. Mm. And then it, the, e the easiest, most common way to be woken up is to see something mind-blowing. So mm. then we like, ex that's what we need maybe. Yeah. The word that came to mind when you were just talking is humility mm. maybe because entitlement is like a subset word of that mm. or whatever. Yeah. But this idea of either assuming we've figured it out, you know what I mean? Or anytime yeah. anybody ever says the fastest or strongest ever. Okay, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like the movie Elf, the best cup of coffee ever. Right, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> you did uh -huh. I, I think about that, and, and um, I get it too. I mean, it's, but, you know, you did, we don't know... Probably, maybe, I, I understand why people think even the society is the, the only one that's built up to this degree. Mm. I haven't seen, I haven't held any proof to say that it's not, and I yeah. haven't held any proof to say that it is. that it is. Sure. So even just, whether you believe that or not, the theory of that, what if, like, even in the Bible with floods and different societies, people mm -hmm. populating the earth and then getting swept out or something, um, just, you know, the, the idea of what if those societies progressed a lot further than we maybe assumed or sure. had technology or even... A good visual of that is maybe what if Noah's Ark, that story is actually a DNA mm, thing and this sure. is a technology. In terms sure. of that mindset, maybe there's a whole society that, that has um, risen up and even had competitive sports before. Mm. And maybe there was a guy that, that ran the 120 uh -huh. in this society because they divide things on 12s like like sure. Egypt instead of 10s right. like we do. Mm -hmm. And he ran the 120 faster than our fastest guy, Hussein Bolt, which maybe sure. isn't even the fastest, ran the 110, <laughs> you know? Sure. And that's a thought that most people are like, right, um, chill out, dude. We're talking about the Olympic <laughs> scores. It's that simple. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, we're around seven of societies right. that have populated the earth. But my brain... Um, when I'm not trying to convince anybody, is like we could be round seven. Sure. So it's just funny the idea of the fastest ever that ties into this humility, this mm -hmm. idea of like, ugh, we already know it. This is boring. Or even somebody <laughs> that's coming up with a theory, just scoffing. You know, yeah. I see a lot of scoffing. I see a lot of um, pointing and telling people how it is. Yeah. Uh, with frustration and condemnation, mm, and sure. and, I, and even with the feelings I have recently, I feel like humility is something that I need to continue to. Mm -hmm. I don't know, be aware yeah, of. Totally. 
Well, what kind of made me, when you first started talking, before you said humility... I don't know everything, right? Yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, no, go ahead. That's it. Well, uh, before you said the humility thing, what came to my mind was like tragedies or like, like 9-11 um, or some kind of huge event where everybody gets humbled. Right. And then you go into this space of like, in that space, that's when everything's mind-blowing mm -hmm. because you are so rocked and you're so put in a place of survival and just depending upon your your fellow human yeah. and you're in this really raw space that is the place i feel like if we can come from it's the, uh, the total opposite of i got it all figured out mm -hmm. it's oh my gosh i'm thankful to be alive yeah and i'm thankful that you're alive and you're alive and you're alive and i love all of you you know which is an immediately you're immediately welcome to the moment whereas you get in your rhythm as a human right you put a, a couple decades in the tank or whatever <laughs> sure. the word is yeah yeah uh, the phrase is that yeah. i just made up um you get older and yeah. you, you either think i got this mm. or you think I'm a mixture, right? Of sometimes I'm like, Psh, I got, I know this, yeah, yeah. And then I'm also seeing a lot of the, huh, man, it, it really took me a long time to realize <clears throat> that wasn't real, sure, um, yeah. And so it's a mixture where certain things that I had checked off are are working their way mm. backwards sure. to be rebuilt, yeah. While while certain things, um, you don't know, you're still learning yeah. about, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Well, that makes me think of two things too. One is this great documentary called Water: The Great Mystery. Okay. Which is that fantastic. It's a great documentary. But in that documentary, one of the things that this Nobel Peace Prize winner for various things yeah. is saying that one of the best discoveries and places that the scientists have gotten to in researching water is that they've come to the understanding that they don't know anything about water. Right. And he said this is the hugest step forward because it allows us to completely Humility. wipe the state yeah, wipe the slate clean and actually start looking at it from a different perspective and seeing what's really there. So um what was the guy that um the Japanese scientist who... Uh, Masumo Emoto. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who's interested in water stuff. Totally. Th that is interesting. Yeah. And um, a side note on that, too, is apparently he was super funny as well. Oh, a really? real jokester and comedian. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I've heard a lot of very spiritual people, too, have that same, like... I think it's, again, just, like, not taking it too seriously. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you gotta have fun. This is and amazing. That and... Um, be. I think sometimes humor as a um, survival mechanism yeah. too, where you mm -hmm. do take it that seriously. Sure. And so you're like, okay, we need to observe that this is absurd and reality is crazy, mm -hmm. which triggers the laughing and not taking it so seriously. So sure. you know what I mean? It's like a yeah. mixture of that. I think, yeah, sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's interesting. He's either note, even to be totally objective. Mm -hmm. He was either a mad awesome trickster yeah. or this, this really interesting guy that mm -hmm. discovered that, what you can talk to water, right, and what the structure of water will change, right, which is which that is sounds crazy, so basic. It but does check sound crazy. it out because it's interesting. It is interesting, and the thing that's I mean, like so simple about that is that sound has a form. Right. First off, it's a vibration which you can see on a computer screen when you're right. doing any recording. You see the wavelength. But then outside of that, you have to also understand that all things are pretty much three-dimensional. So you have that wavelength, but it's also going to be three-dimensional. And when you put that on all kinds of different things, whether it be mm -hmm. sand or salt or water. Cymatics, um, right? Yes, yeah, cymatics. Um, so that, but then also it's not only just the sound of the word, it's also the emotion 
the vibration energetically that we're putting out as well, how right. that influences the water. And a side note to that is that one of the things that he found was the most detrimental to water was completely ignoring it and avoiding it, yeah. which I thought was interesting, which is, you know, in the realm of us being made of, you know, mainly water. If you're thinking about raising a, a child or having a loved one that mm -hmm. you're, whether it be a romantic relationship or any relationship by avoiding and not engaging with that person. Yeah. That's actually the hardest thing for them. Right. Even if you yell at them, at least you're giving them something. Right. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. You know? Well, that speaks to what we are, which is pack animals. Sure. Which doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you always have to be with people. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I totally man, agree. One of the guys I've been listening to a lot, and I feel like I almost have to say a disclaimer, which is stupid. Um, because <laughs> which might when, be a belief. What's that? Stupid. Oh, oh yeah. you just said stupid, Ben, so it's just gotcha. might be a belief, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> um, because the first time he comes up when you search for him, it, it, it gets thrown into some of the social stuff about um, uh, gender pronouns in Canada. He, okay. That's what kind of got him some mm. heat recently. He was mad because the, uh, the, the state was going to force people to use certain words. Oh. And so he was like, "This is dangerous. That's we can't. Weird. We can't. If the state, it's fine if you if they're stopping defamation and certain things, but they sure. can't force people to talk a certain way." Sure, right. So he stepped up in that sense, and people <laughs> pulled him in. This is a guy named Jordan Peterson. It's I believe his name. Okay, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> people pulled him into this, and I know I'm pulling the conversation. No, no, no. It just cracks um, me up that people even think that it's okay to try and tell another human what to do. Man, in well, general, yeah. Well, that's what's interesting but... is because you always want to respect people, but when the state gets in, it's a, such an interesting debate, and I get. Get why people get offended on both sides because man sure. it's touchy um when you're talking about identity and you're talking about respecting people right sure um but but all his main thing was from what i'm understanding i'm still trying to soak him up and get you know understand his perspective which is is thick man this guy mm -hmm. is thick um it is that this is a slippery slope and mm -hmm. you know there's no turning back sure. from here so he got pulled into a lot of this political hype because there's a lot of the um, social labeling debate going on right mm -hmm. now and um, a lot of social justice, um, which is great because a lot of stuff has to come to light and a lot more stuff has to come to light. But along with that comes comes natural pushback too. Is like we, everybody figures out how to talk about stuff and deal sure. with stuff. I think there's like way darker things that are going to be coming out, you know, mm -hmm. we've talked about in the past, just with people and abuse and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, I'm getting off the tangent. I'm trying to just talk about how he... What am I even saying here? Jordan Peterson um, got pulled into the debate on um, basically social labeling pronouns and all that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. I don't. Doesn't seem like he has the biggest agenda on that. Besides saying, just somewhere yeah, you got to stop subdividing yeah. because you'll get to the individual again. So mm -hmm. logically, just be careful because if you go too far with subdividing all of us, sure, um, then we're going to lose the ability just to talk to us as a group. Right. But. Um, but so that's the disclaimer four minutes of talking ah. about him, right? Um, <laughs> okay. But it, it's funny as he, I mean, a lot of what he talks about is the idea of, um, I mean, one of the first things you'll see is like stand up straight and make your bed and deal with your own territory, mm -hmm. um, sure. deal with what you can deal with, uh, tend to your own garden kind of stuff and then mm -hmm. work your way out. And now I even feel bad because with the exhaustion of that disclaimer, I don't even know what brought him up for <laughs> well, me. You well, know? yeah, I was wondering, I was talking about the water thing and vibration and how that affects water. And 
not knowing, um, saying that we don't know about water. Well, one thing. I think a lot of it is humility, really. It goes back to that. Yeah, Um, probably so. And the uh, narcissism of a lot of people, I think, really that are our age, it sounds aggressive, but, um, you know, we were raising, we were watching a lot of. MTV's driven or VH1 mm-hmm. driven, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. like, I don't know, there's just a lot of documentaries about awesome people. And there's a lot of, even the celebrity culture sure. that you're raising in America, it's pretty crazy in terms mm-hmm. of, I'm watching a commercial, a Nike commercial that says, don't be the fastest person in your high school, be the fastest person ever. <laughs> talk about that again. No pressure. Bro. Yeah. Uh, and the crazier <laughs> your dreams are, the better. And, get good and there's some truth to that. Sure. But that's a commercial going out to how many millions of people at once. And sure. Isn't that interesting if everybody believes that it's, that they have to be the best ever. Sure. And then you get to a point where you have won your middle school, high school, and college, and then you compete on a national scale and don't win. Right. And you got all these Nike tattoos. What are you going to do now? <laughs> sure, yeah. right. Uh, anyway, on. I keep yeah. pulling it back. Well, the this, thing but... that's funny about that, too, for me is like, it just it, it goes against the entire basis, I think, of, of humanity, as you're saying, is like we're colony beings. You know, we want to be with each other and and in communion with one another but to be the best means everybody else has to lose right you know which is such an interesting thing and you brought it right back to what triggered me bringing him up actually Mm. eventually there which is you need the reflection of other people to not go crazy you need social feedback to know what's going on and so this isolation thing is dangerous got it um totally yeah yeah. and it makes a lot of sense and that's why i'm digging into him more Mm. because he breaks things down um i can make my my mind up on what parts of it I agree with. And a lot sure. of it, I think I do, but really the main reason is because he comes at it from a different perspective like mm, that. Yeah. Um, more of an almost animalistic side of things. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that he references as fact that I don't see that way, you know? Yeah. But man, his theories are interesting hmm, in terms cool. of like, how can we interact better to make things better for us and everybody around us right. as a whole now and in the future? Of course. Well, and <clears throat> you know, in, with my background and my Native American her- heritage, they say everything that we do affects now and the next seven generations. Mm-hmm. And that's so beautiful to me because in the actual decision making for the tribes, it was not only we're we making a decision for right now, but if what we decide to do now doesn't help the next seven generations then it's that we can't do it mm-hmm. if it doesn't help then let's think of another perspective another another approach another approach another approach right. and i feel like we should really drill, I, for, I, drill for oil now is what you're saying <laughs> yeah, right? right yeah more fracking <laughs> keep it going yeah yeah it's this whole microwave mentality you yeah. know of like woohoo put it in there and push popcorn push the popcorn icon and go sit down right. and once it take beats a little loan out of my body here and <laughs> yeah, save, exactly save but it's like you know we we have to understand the impact and i feel like that's somewhere where we're we're uh in a huge disalignment right now mm-hmm. um, and 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 if if there's this push to everybody should really be shooting for the best ever. Sure. That's just like unsustainable. Well, what oh, about the yeah. next seven generations? Sure. You know right. what I mean? Of course. So, yeah, it's just funny. That, well, and and there's also, nothing wrong with going for cool stuff and trying to sure. get crazy change and, yeah. and even shooting to be the best ever. I, I think maybe some people, that's fine. Because well, work hard. Yeah, but here's the, the interesting thing about that is I, I love words and looking at the context of words and the background of words goals are good go yeah but the thing is is that when you say the best ever (laughs) if you don't have the full ability to understand what the word best means 
and you come in from this li- this limited perspective and say, yeah. me being the best means that I'm going to be better than all of these people right here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be the best right now. That's not that is a version of the best. But when you really say I'm going to make the best blank or I'm going to be the best at whatever, mm-hmm. that means to truly be the best, you have to take into account how you're impacting the planet, how you're impacting the next seven generations, how whatever this technology. Right. What's the definition of best? What's right? the definition of best? Right. And that's the saying be the best ever. There's nothing wrong with right. that as long as that best takes into account all these other aspects of the totality of, of what's needed to have an ecosystem be balanced, which is the diversity. Uh-huh. Not all being, you know, the, the bamboo is not better than the oak tree. There's not a comparison there. They're both crucial for whatever their ecosystem is to be balanced. Right. And so it's not about that. It's about, it's really about taking uh, all of that into consideration and going, cool, what is the best? Because it's not what all of you think it is. So I can do something that would seem to you guys to not be the best, but due to my ground and understanding of how things really operate, it is the best, you know? And so that's great. But it's like, we got to, we got to, it's complex and we've got to figure out what those words mean to us and, you know, really take in, take a, take a grounded kind of observer perspective of, of future and present. Mm-hmm. Um, into all of that. And it gets freaking ambiguous, the word best. That's why, I guess, the commercials just says, oh, we just said fastest. We didn't say best. <laughs> right. We can measure that. That's yeah, cool. fast, that's right, yeah. Yeah. But I just noticed that. I mean, they have such amazing... Com- them and um, Apple Nike? have some of the oh, best yeah. commercials. And yeah. Budweiser's good, too, more in terms of tone and a Man, sense those, of humor. But They hit their Nike apex with those Apple frogs, though. Nike commercials are unreal. Yeah. The frog commercials are killer. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Yeah. Yes, I agree. These yeah. Apple Watch, com- I don't want an Apple Watch at all, um, <laughs> but those commercials are so good. They're all colorful and yeah, yeah, um, sure. really fast-paced, good rhythm. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot um, of human uh, observation and psychology going on there. Sure, for sure, sure. I mean, the, yeah, advertising, goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I have an Apple Watch, and yeah. I, I can't wear it. It hurts my wrist, actually. Interesting. Yeah. I'm... I mean, I'm a pretty you sensitive got the, person. Uh, you got the uh, iPad size, so it was <laughs> yeah. literally too yeah. much weight on your wrist. <laughs> right, yeah. Right, which is the medium size. Yeah, the, right? yeah right, the medium. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I have not figured out the... Having a computer on your arm just feels weird. It's not it, good. It's, it, it, yes, there's some type of vibration, it, it, electromagnetic, yeah. something is, is happening yeah. to my wrist that... And I was afraid of this before I bought it. Sure. But it's it is a handy thing, and I, you know, I went yeah, for it. Yeah. You don't have to, you but, can even don't have to wear it. Even you can yeah, right. There's a lot of things, but I discovered. I mean, don't sit that, with your laptop in your lap. Sure. So if if you shouldn't do that. Right. I mean, I'm not saying I haven't even thought about that really. Oh, I have. Yeah. But, uh, in terms of the wristwatch, I have. Oh, thought about. sure, sure. Laptop, yeah. I have. Yeah. But um, maybe well, know, if even, you scale that down, there's maybe sure. something to that, even if it's a small scale. Oh, thing. of course, yeah. yeah. And and so yeah, I found that Allegedly, my wrist I don't started know. hurting. Well, here's another topic we can jump on in that realm is that I was, um, I've been doing a lot of talking on the phone um, lately, just business stuff, um, and so I thought, oh man, it would be cool to get those Bluetooth earbuds. Like yeah. those would be so handy. Well, the first thing I thought of was Brain I want to see what yeah, I want to yeah, see how no these doubt. things are affecting you. So, did quite a bit of research and found a lot so of So I gave a pair to my neighbor. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And now I own his house. That's yeah. great. Uh, 
No, so I did a bunch of research and found a bunch of blogs where people were saying, you know, I have these things in my head, you know, every day, all day, and within a couple of hours, I feel foggy or I feel angry. And I don't know, I didn't know why, but now I'm starting to figure it out and starting to take them out and I feel better. And so I I found a video, though, of this guy who actually had a a, a EMF meter that would be used for like... um, it's used a lot by people in other countries that are pregnant, but pregnant uh-huh. women or, right. or doctors used to set up certain... magnetivity frequency meter? I mean, what, uh, what's um, the actual words for you? I don't even know. Uh, EMF is um, electromagnetic Magnetic. frequency, I believe. I so. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Makes sense. And so on the meter, there's a, a gauge it, yeah. that shows what's safe and what's not safe. And you can look it up, too, if you if you just mm-hmm. do a Google search, EMF safe, mm-hmm. safe range or whatever. Um so he had like four different types of Bluetooth earbuds that he would set on this EMF meter gotcha. and then ultimately have music playing and see how they would go. Uh-huh. And uh, the Apple ones were by far the off the... His test showed that. His yeah, test showed. I mean, just watching the video, it shows right, all of right. them. So I was like, all right, well, it solves that. I'm not, not going to get that. But yeah, again, know. that's like this whole thing of technology is like, yeah, it's... It's handy, yeah. It's handy, but like you got to do the research, right? You know, I feel like you got to be conscious stewards. I'm, I'm cut, sorry to cut you off. I hear no, you. Uh, it just literally jumped into my mind. The Graduate plastics. <laughs> I have not seen the there's Graduate. A gray, there's a great future in plastics. <laughs> yep. Would you think about it? Yes. Shh. That's enough. That's a deal. <laughs> Consider it a deal. It's an old man talking to a younger guy, basically okay. being like. Can I give you some? Can I talk to you about something? Yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, come with me. Plastics. He's like, how do you mean? How exactly do you mean, sir? It's a great future in plastics. When you think about it, that's a deal. Shh. And he like pats him on the back and walks away. It's like, nice. Yeah. I need to see that. I've, I've wanted to see that. Yeah, you definitely need time. to see that, man. Yeah. I would watch it uh, three times in two weeks, maybe, because okay. it's a movie that is worth. It's one of the best sewn films i've nice. ever i think that i've ever come across yeah uh, mike nichols directed it okay and he doesn't he's got he did other stuff but carnal knowledge is really well made it's really mm. heavy to watch okay. graduates way easier emotionally mm. but um this guy does his visual storytelling eloquence or whatever yeah. is ridiculous man mm. and first time just watch it and don't okay. even who cares about the art yeah yeah it's, you well, don't I even need to care not, it's yeah. funny and you're like wow this is 1967, I okay. guess. So, um, what is that? 50 years, 51 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. With my brain, so it's like, um, what's wrong <laughs> with me? Yeah. So, um, and this thing totally holds up, right? Mm-hmm. So, the next time you watch it, you can start to notice maybe more of the motifs, okay. and then the next time you might even see some of the shots more. Yeah. And and it totally feeds on those levels. I nice, think. cool. I've been th- of movies that I've been thinking about recently of wanting to Let rewatch. Me just yank this. this right into a movie conversation, <laughs> yeah. man. I'll, I'll fly. I'll, 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 I'll yeah. surf on that wave. Is uh, Isle of Dogs? It's phenomenal. Have you seen it? I have. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I loved it. I mean, yeah, if you I've like really anything to watch stop again motion, which I'm not a master connoisseur of, yeah. but you should check it, it out. It was, I feel Jaw-dropping like, stop motion. Exactly. I agree. I, I was sitting there in the theaters going, he has completely outdone himself. The detail. The animation. Uh, the, the animation yeah. and the, the detail and the Japanese it's, settings. and It's, it's just not it's unbelievable. my favorite film of his by far. Yeah. Um, just because his live action character stuff sure. is 
some of my favorite stuff in movies. Yeah. So whether it's Rushmore or World Tenenbaums, that stuff just blows my mind. Sure, yeah. Um, and Darjeeling has some moments too that are that are pretty amazing. Yeah. But and I like Fantastic Fox and I really like this film also. Um, but man, yeah, it's he's outdone himself in terms of like attention to detail yes. and the stop motion stuff. Yeah. Like I haven't even seen Coraline, so maybe I'm I'm like, well, you shouldn't talk too Coraline? much about stop motion. That, that was a big was one. Was it stop motion? Am I, I just making? Was... I thought that was like a seven or ten year stop motion. I think it was. Part of me uh, thought that maybe some it... of the people were even involved with Fantastic Fox. Maybe. Oh, really? Because I, I, I know Coraline was the first three D movie that came out, but Whoa. I thought it was. Uh, I could be totally I, that, wrong. This is my point: is I don't okay. know much about stop okay. motion. I mean, I've seen a few classics, but yeah. I got a few friends who are really into it. Mm. It's almost like a band. That, okay, that, that somebody sure. loves and you're like yeah I really dig them but I'm nervous to say I'm a right. fan of it because right, yeah. this guy's got it memorized sure know? right um, but man I was my jaw was oh, on the yeah. floor for uh, totally. a lot of those sequences in particular the science ones where they're doing the experiments <laughs> yeah. and it's like glow in the dark spinning uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so much thought went into that and, yeah. and I, I'm a fan of the whole maybe we won't give any spoilers away but I, I love the whole uh, storyline yeah. And and the weave, I felt like it was a very poignant time wise, with some of the kind of conspiracy aspects and. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh no, true. Just the politics behind the scenes the, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Group, I and I love groups and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I love the the way there was you know Japanese or the dogs were talking, yeah. but yet there would be like. And was someone, it? Hold on. Was it Chinese or no? Was it? Was Japanese? It's Japanese. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even. No, sorry. I mean, I. Um, Maybe could have or should have noticed, but I was just engulfed. Yeah, it's all in good. It, I'm way into the Japanese culture, so yeah, that okay, jumped cool. out at me. But cool. Um, yeah, I, I loved the way there wasn't subtitles. There was always some other like third party that was like telling Dude. you what was being said. Well, okay, so here's the thing with that, and I guess there are some spoilers in this for a couple <laughs> seconds. I, yeah. I mean, not crazy, but yeah. um, at definitely, the very not, end, definitely but... not in terms of story, but yeah. in terms of how they set up the storytelling tools or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a cool thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so it's cool just to do it. Yeah. But let's have a story where this is called for and amplifies the story. Yeah. And when is that worth, when is that better to mess with language, lack of understanding, mm. or just having to understand tone and volume than yeah. when it's when the main character of the story is a dog. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he's dealing with humans. And I mean, that's just like, it's not just cool, but it's, called for that's yeah. what's genius you yeah. know what i mean these are yeah. just random cool things you have, i haven't seen before right exactly it totally fits the story mm-hmm. it, uh, it, it's the amplification of like the core it shows the whole yeah. thing is holographic and reflects itself yeah. which is, like that's what i love yeah things yeah films i love the boldness too of like some you know f- minutes or, or even you know maybe tens of seconds uh-huh. in in japanese with no subtitles, yeah. oh, and it's well, never discussed. It's yeah. never told what was said. I love that stuff. It's just like, okay, cool. Always. And then even the dog's like, what? What was that? What yeah. did I say? <laughs> so, and, and, then, yeah. and just right then, it's like, why does this movie get to do that? Because mm-hmm. we need you to be seeing through the experience of the dog, which is, mm-hmm. we don't know what they said, but they are mad. You know what I mean? Right. And that's so right. genius. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, so yep. that was great. And then this is, for 10 seconds, it, I guess is a spoiler, um, and then we'll, we'll <laughs> let it go. Sorry, anybody <laughs> hasn't seen it. Um, Go but um, the motif of favorite food mm. uh, a, a, in connection with love, and yeah. that was crushed, man. Mm-hmm. And that moment where he gives him the bone to solidify yeah. that visually, yeah. and the dog's eyes water up, and he's like, this is my new favorite food. Yeah, It's just like, 
um, so heartless in a way because you're like, people are like, dogs just love you because you feed them, but also beautiful because <laughs> dogs do love you. Sure. And there is some connection to the fact that it's because you feed it or our sure. team, you know? Sure. But I mean, it's, it's no different than parents, though, when you look right, at that right, level, yeah, you know? Kids, kids are like... greedy. No, um, <laughs> no but anyway, yeah, that whole moment, and that's kind of the, the end of the spoiler with that, yeah. was laid down so well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. a simple, great visual to help me walk through yeah. this main character dog's change yeah you know? totally yeah, yeah i agree films are great man that's it's such a, yeah. a good opportunity to kind of get out of which is kind of interesting that we Shared that dream. we navigated to films after talking about such heavy topics because mm-hmm. i feel kind of like that is a, a huge gift that filmmakers give to society to be like things are really can be really overwhelming and we might have gone through some really tough times here's a little treat for you yeah Go go forget that you exist on this in whatever world you're in, you know, for yeah. an hour and a half or two hours. And some of them are complete, just let loose. Dumb and Dumber is genius, yeah. and you can just laugh. Yeah, right. Isle of Dogs might help you work through some issues, even because sure. you're dealing with your identity and your friendships yeah. or friendships lost. Yeah. But it no, I totally agree that you know we're talking about the double check whether or not your earbuds are healthy. Sure. And I'm jumping back to like that reminds me of somebody pitching somebody plastics yeah, but, as like yeah. make some money quick. Yeah. Plast- this thing called plastics is on the way. Right, yeah. Um, Don't worry about how it's going to affect the next seven generations. Just get on it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Or the oceans. Line your that. beverage uh, containers <laughs> with this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Leaching? No, you won't worry about yeah. that. Um, Had to speak one more film thing. Yeah. Um, manic. Does this sound familiar with the, the new Netflix original? I mean, I don't know how new it is. Manic. Uh, no. Is it ne- Maniac? I keep wondering. It's no. Manic. Okay, cool. It's, it's with Manic. Jonah Hill and, exactly. and, and uh, Emma Stone. Yeah, okay. The, it, it, is it good? I've heard mixed <laughs> reviews and the visuals I've heard are great, which you can see yes. immediately in the advertising, yeah. right? The cool color palette and stuff. Yes. Uh, or aggressive colors. I, think I don't know. It is. I think there's a lot of layers going sure. on there. It was very captivating to me. Um, it has some, it, it overall is a really interesting concept. They do a great job of kind of bringing this timelessness of like, is it old? Is it uh, new? That's fine. Where are you? Are you in Japan? Are you in like, are you in China? China? Are you in are, Japan or China, Hans? <laughs> Wait, you watch the whole movie. Are, are, Pay attention right. to country. Where, where are, what's going on? What, so yeah. there's, that part's cool. The acting's great. Um, and then you have, you know, a, a lot of it is is kind of AI related too. Okay, interesting. Um, but then there's some also just fantastically cheesy hilariousness okay, that's cool. like, is that was that supposed to be a joke? Because he couldn't get his pen in his pocket in that like official video, and he just puts it down off yeah. screen. Oh, interesting. Like there's some so there's great... a funky tone. <laughs> yeah, it's, a mixture. Of it, genre. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I really liked it, and it it. Uh, it definitely leaves you wanting to kind of watch it again and go, wait, what? What yeah. just happened? But That's it's my it's got stuff a, is the it's, rewatchable. Yeah, it's got a lot of um, kind of play on reality mm-hmm. and um, how the different experiences in our lives kind of shape our reality and how being able to go back and re-examine and reintegrate those experiences affects the present and the people around us dude that's literally a topic of an interview with that jordan peterson guy that a speech he was nice. given tonight he's talking about it and it was even an aside where he's mm. like you know and, and this is a linear thing we're talking about and you can't you know the present 
can only affect the future and not the past, which, by the way, is not true in my opinion, <laughs> because you can sure. re uh, revisit ideas and redefine what sure. happened, and that does change. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I dig him so much is because mm. you're going down a pretty thick concept, and sure. then he'll touch, he'll take, he touches one door mm. on this whole other world. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a lot of stick. which makes me instantly think of you talking about. Um, I think it was an interview with Stephen Greer, actually, uh-huh. that you mentioned to me at one point in time where you were saying that he's talking and then something about portal opens up and all of a sudden he's turned around and like merges yeah. with this blue being and has like six arms and then like goes on to another yeah. topic. And I remember you telling me that and going like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just yeah. say that and for then, like a quick aside and then move on. Going. You know, like yeah, what so, in the, wait, what? So these are some, this is like years ago when I first Never studied, ran that. into him. Yeah. And, um, not literally ran into him, found yeah. some of his, um, statements online and, and, I think he's a good place to look into. I don't even check in with him anymore, and I don't even know what his background is. I don't know what anybody's background is, but he has some certain well, doors some have opened up to him where I wonder maybe, and as yeah. you should everybody, sure. is this partial truth? Sure. Um, but man, that guy has gotten into and documented some really important stuff mm. that um, seems to be true, yeah. at least in part. Um, I don't know if all... I know that he's definitely said some things that I'm like, I'm not on board with that. Yeah, sure. But he said some things that are huge and are very important. Mm. And that some of that stuff was blowing my mind. In particular, he does a good breakdown on the financial system in America and the world. But getting into the idea of um, extraterrestrials, he has a very interesting perspective. Mm. And I don't... Um, I'm trying to remember that there was like every week there was some podcast or some of his YouTube mm-hmm. video that this group would release. And it was him interviewing somebody. Mm. And sometimes it would be pretty amazing, and sometimes it would be low key. And I would check in almost every week. Yeah. And, and he had a guy on there named um, Emery Smith. Yeah. And I don't, again, don't even know if that guy's legit. He's showing up more on TV shows yeah. and stuff. Finally, yeah, I like think he is legit, later. man. Because right. I've seen, I'm super observant. Yeah. I am all about observing and human I'm behavior. Really good at basketball, guys. <laughs> I'm just right. saying. I can bench press. <laughs> How much do you think I bench press? Um, no, but I, I, of my observation yeah. with him on camera being asked certain questions and his responses, I think he's legit. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, keep going. So either way, I haven't seen too much of him recently, but I've, I saw him pop up recently, and I was mm-hmm. like, I definitely recognize that name because yeah. whenever Greer would interview that dude, they would almost inevitably get onto some crazy, the craziest stories would come up there, and mm-hmm. it would be. They would mention stuff to each other um, that was just like, you can't just mention that and go on. And sure. one was this thing with, it's all meditation based and it's all this idea of meditating and then sending a signal. Sure. It sounds crazy and I get it. Right. Um, but, but there's mm. a lot of, now it's probably a lot easier to research. He's got a couple of movies out that have some really hard hitting information. Mm. Um, but even the first one, um, serious, I think that's hard to get on board with that little miniature alien that they present. They, they think that they have a body. It. And I'm not saying it's not real, but my brain is like, all right, I don't even need to go there yet. Wait, is this the, the one of the things from the Nat? From... Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but aside from that, it's still important to listen to some of the information about like his theories on oil and mm. finances and yeah. te- hidden technology. Um, no. <laughs> because, you know, again, I'm not a scientist and I'm not an engineer. But if I look at the progress just of the last decade with cell phones, and I look at the progress in the last decade with um, power lines and power poles, mm-hmm. um, 
it's embarrassing that something as important as our electricity system, <laughs> um, it hasn't changed really. Sure. I mean, it obviously, okay, our, the electricity system has changed, but yeah. the evolution is weird. Yeah. Uh, and then and then it makes you look at dudes like Nikola Tesla, sure. and it makes you not just think about cool cars. Sure. You actually think about the original Tesla and mm-hmm. some of his. Some of his claims and some of the information there is very interesting about yeah. wireless electricity and all sure. this other stuff that maybe is a hundred years old. Yeah. Anyway, well, you I mean, go that, down that, that even brings hole, me right? back to like Egypt and like some of the hieroglyphs of like that looks a lot like a, a light, light bulb. bulb. Right. What's going on here? Yeah. And yeah. I don't, who knows? But they, sure. there's even people that go into that and talk about the depths of some of these caves. There's no way to get light in here. Sure. The amount of oxygen. Uh, that's in this deep, mm. you can't burn a fire bright enough. And look yeah. at these paintings on the walls. Sure. And they're even shining mirrors and reflection. And that yeah. stuff is interesting to me. Yeah. I don't log that as like, Hans has a new fact, right? I have no idea <laughs> sure, what, right. what's inside the pyramids. Sure, right. And I've edited video, so I can I yeah. can cut something to look at, make it look crazy. Sure. But yeah, I mean, I just, the idea, that's something that's huge that Greer goes into, which is, um, hey, just look into whether or not there's other technology that could help us because... It is in certain groups' interest to keep this mm-hmm. hidden. You can find immediate historical proof of this, like look into the original light bulb sure. setup. The first people that created light bulbs created a cartel to make light bulbs not good, so we all kept buying them. It's so it's right. like the history of consumerism and like semi-monopoly or behind-the-scenes conspiracy. Right. Um, conspiracy is just a group of humans getting together to make a plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's and you don't really see you see that same kind of model in any group of people that's how humans Where operate yeah we it's get like together, oh hey we came up with this idea let's all benefit like mainly and then the other people can benefit some that's like right. the basic of a pyramid sure. scheme you know and, it's and, like and why it, would you not think that would be happening up and up and up degree. and up and up when and you I go think up the, the ladder the reason that is is because um the average person wants to benefit and be in a good position in the group mm-hmm. but um they don't want to create next level i don't like you were saying earlier the average person does sure. not want to create next level pain sure and when you get into this level next this next level power i think there's a certain percentage of psychopaths in the population mm-hmm. that gravitate there and operate in a way that is ruthless. Sure. And the average person, myself included, when you first hear about somebody operating that way, you think that's impossible. Sure. Because I've never met a person that would think like that. Sure. Because those people are not in your areas. Yeah. They're gravitating they're towards places either. of power. Who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But again, when that's why Greer is interesting to me, um, especially somebody in the early stages of being either just interested in this, you got a cold or you threw your back out and you're in bed for the weekend and Netflix is not <laughs> sure, working. Sure, right. And you're like, I'm going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, he's a good one on some of the early stages, even if I don't check in with him as much anymore. But yeah, I mean, the call to at least being open-minded to do we have any technology that can help us? Yeah. That's freaking huge. And you don't have to be thinking about aliens. Right. You can, everybody can agree that that's worth looking into. Oh, yeah. It's the same as, and this is a whole other, I'm not trying to go crazy here, but it's the same as whenever anybody talks about human trafficking. It's worth just hearing them out. Yeah. Because that the the implications of it are that mm-hmm. big that even if this guy's crazy, yeah. um, if we're missing out on something that that um, some sort of technology that will give us free electricity, yeah. or if there's a certain percentage of us that are being bought and sold across yeah. the planet or a country, yeah. um, I don't know, but I want to be open-minded sure. and not scoff and have some humility. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, that kind of actually segues huge points back and <laughs> yeah, forth between yeah. us as we're bouncing about. <laughs> well, that kind of segues beautifully into one of the things, one of the topics I wanted to talk about, which is um, this. So, Hopi is part of my lineage, and right. so I, I I really honor. I hear you. That I'm, I'm part Irish, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the same. Uh, but one of the 
you know, as I look at the world today and just see the like the craziness of technology and and where we've, you know, where everything seems to be going, like it's like, oh, eventually, you know, you can unlock your phone with your face, you know, <laughs> ne- next it's going to be, you know, probably at some point. It's like, just a great statement, by the way, but <laughs> keep going. But there's, you know, got to be at some point in time when there's going to be some type of like either chip or something i mean you've already thought, got something thought, right yeah or, or that too but i mean you even got things on your watch now your watch can unlock your your computer for you mm-hmm. you open up your laptop and you've got your watch right. on it's unlocked now you know so that is a part of like wearing a technology that then gets you like ready for like oh what if you just didn't ever have to see that or charge it and we could just put it under your skin right here and yeah like, half price okay too. cool yeah half price and it also like you can wave it and pay for your gas and you can nice, do, you know like yeah so there's Save some time baby i know yeah Get don't worry everybody. about what you have yeah. to take from the planet to make that but anyways unhackable yeah right yeah remember the drones yeah. no one got into those guys did you uh <laughs> see that little logo of the lock <laughs> you're golden <laughs> it's yeah it's locked <laughs> So, no, you've never heard of anyone getting their identity stolen, right? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Oh, man. But so that is like, to me, the kind of extreme version that hopefully we don't get to. But what I wanted to wanted to talk about was this Hopi, Hopi, Hopi yeah. prophecy of the condor and the eagle. Okay. And the, the condor... I dig it already, man. Yeah. This is great. So the condor is represents ancient wisdom. Okay. It's this old, huge bird... That has been a, a symbol of um, of kind of old ways and and ancestral wisdom uh-huh. for a long time. The eagle is representative of this new uh, what I would say is technology. This this new way of thinking, this new way of being, and so there's this Hopi prophecy about the uh, the eagle and the condor flying together. Okay, and. I forget you said something a minute ago that made me think about it, and what I see that is that technology being used as a tool yep. versus a way of life, and I feel like what has happened is that we've we're getting to this place where technology is just life. It's it everyone is is focused on technology uh-huh. and the whole focus and and everyone's looking at technology, right. and this is this whole lifestyle versus. You know, it's a tool to help certain things that, you know, you maybe can do more easily or, you know, like a calculator is a great right. example. Okay, cool. A calculator, you can so much faster with math. Bam, done. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. You put it away. You don't stare at your calculator all day, you know. Right. But we've gotten to this place where it's become more and more intriguing and you've got a million apps on the App Store. Yeah. And there's all this stuff which takes away from really getting back to this like okay how does this help the next seven generations right you know yes there's a, you know a new cell phone that's coming out every month or every three months or yeah. whatever and that's really cool and it's got some new technology but the thing is is that you, what you got to understand is that to make those and keep up with the demand for them there's so many minerals being pulled from the earth and it pulled from that in a way that is not very healthy for the people involved and sure. you get I mean, to this the place of the, where of the Congo, I don't exactly. know the whole area surrounding, but I've sat down with somebody from there wow. and they told, it blew me away, man. I Patrice it. Lumumba. I'll remember okay. that name forever. Nice. The yeah. first democratically elected president huh. got assassinated. And since then, oh, wow. it's been insanity. Huh. And it's all so many Interesting. minerals. Well, so that's, that is the opposite of the And I won't say eagle. who assassinated <clears throat> him, but people can look sure. out and create their own opinions, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's... 
usually a lot of the people that we think of as the good guys, right? Sure, but I don't know. But yeah. it's sketchy. Yeah. Anyway, of keep course. going. Well, that's a, a, an example of the opposite of the eagle and the condor. Because the, the eagle and the condor is that the eagle is, yes, there's definitely some technologies that can be beneficial and can help society today. But that technology has to be merged with this ancestral wisdom mm -hmm. that takes care of the next seven generations. That's focused on being able to have clean water mm -hmm. and good food and rich soil and all these things that people are seeing as secondary these days and going, right. oh, as long as I can get to the grocery store, sure. I don't really have to worry about what I put in the ocean or uh -huh. what I, you know, anything. But understanding that somewhere, you know, yes, maybe you don't want to kill this animal right here, right. but somebody's killing it somewhere and then you're eating it. Mm -hmm. Same thing is, you know, Anything that's that is being produced for a grocery store is happening somewhere, so you're affecting that whole ecosystem. Right, right. And so this condor eagle thing, I feel like, is really pertinent right now, as people are getting so focused on technology and oh, advancements in technology, yada yada yada, which is great. But I think what people are forgetting is this internal technology that we right. have. And when you mentioned earlier, no doubt. <clears throat> of like, are there other civilizations that have evolved to you know the higher level of technology than we have? And I instantly thought of, well, yeah, there's a bunch of other technologies too. Like, you know, just the technology of, for instance, we'll use telepathy right. or um, uh, the ability to, um, like, for instance, pets. Right. That, like, you know, there, I was just listening to this thing the other day about um, as dogs will, when, when an owner Nears starts getting ready, no, listen oh, to gotcha. this, <clears throat> even before, okay. when the owner starts getting ready to leave their office, the dog knows and right. starts and gets up and like starts getting ready right, for them right. to arrive. <clears throat> There's a technology going on there. Sure. If we had the ability, if we had some kind of app on our phone that mm -hmm. would allow us to do that, we would call it technology. Sure, sure. Seeing that and hearing that, you don't instantly think technology, but it is an inner technology. Right. And so I think the SETIs is under uh, the, the seven yeah. SETIs, yes. which are these basically you can call them. A lot of people would just say that superhero movie I saw, sure. but there's certain things like that, whether yes. it's um, yes, be, these, being these aware of things that are coming, like being aware yeah. of the future to a degree, yes. being able to send an idea to somebody without talking. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing as you think of your mom and you pick up your phone to call her and their phone, your phone rings and it's your mom. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> that is, everyone's had that experience. Sure. Some, I have it often, like a lot. And there's a range of maybe if you're pay, paying attention or, or you, you have a higher awareness of that. Sure. Um, some people sure are scamsters in terms of like, I'll read your future, but right. it would make sense in terms of, um, either thinking of somebody when they call you or even right. when you walk into a room and you <clears throat> feel a vibe in terms of somebody of just had a fight in here. That's something yeah. that everybody can kind of get on board with that. Sure. It, so it's a scale thing, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. It, yeah, that makes sense. But that's this kind of technology that, you know, that is this eagle and the condor flying together. The eagle by itself is the, like, let's put the chip in and pay for our groceries. Sure, sure. The condor is the caveman. The condor is now of. protected and lazy and dying right. because this other thing sure, is taking Sure, right, over. exactly. Yeah. It's it's flying by itself. Right. And so merging the two of those is, is where we are now. And, and something that makes me think of, too, is this um, story I saw about when the tsunami that happened in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. There was a... a uh, some people that lived on an island off the coast and the people, the Indonesian, I think it maybe was even the Indonesian government or something was like, these people must all be dead. Like, mm -hmm. let's go see what's going on. They flew over there 
and they were all still fine. Mm-hmm. And so they went and started interacting with the people. And How'd like, you survive? How did you survive? And they said, well, one of the core like traditions of our tribe is that we have a fire and we all lay in a circle with our head towards the fire and we do collective dreaming. Yeah. And in that space, we were told that there was a large wave coming uh-huh. and to go to the highest part of the island. And right. we all did. And we're alive now. Right. Like, and the that, guy that flew there in the machine is like, yeah, right. He's like yeah. di- dictating into his iPhone. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah but yeah. that again is this, that is the, to me, that's the merging of the Eagle and the condor. Mm-hmm. And so it, there's, I, I think we're in this delicate space right now where we've got to really take into consideration yeah what else is out there and what it takes to actually achieve some of those states. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the, what you're talking about earlier is that, yes, these are through intense yogic traditions, you can experience these X, Y, Z. And I think, you know, I, I myself have experienced some of those and I know other people personally that sure. have had experiences. I met a guy who went to this retreat center um, in Hawaii and was in he did a light deprivation for 21 days Whoa. and he was in the which is amazing this family has this retreat center and there's this small Sounds little dangerous man and so let me tell you what he did what yeah. happened so yeah you could pay a dollar a day to stay in this little space it was he had gone through a breakup he was like needing some he he was looking for a reset. Okay. Twenty one days, so there's a double door situation. So you can so they would bring him food. He was in there and they would open the door, bring the food in, and then close the door, and then he could open up his door. So light never got in, but he was able to eat and that's part of paying them. And so he said I don't remember the exact time frame, but he said after a period of time, he started being able to see outside of this house that he was in whatever the structure was Mm -hmm. he said he could see the people coming to bring him food he could see the trees he could see the trees blowing in the wind like which you know there's a lot of information about Uh light deprivation in the pineal gland and the third eye and how that can activate so maybe what would you guess fifth day seventh day twelfth day ninth day was what came to mind but i didn't want to say it because uh, i wasn't sure on that i'm even asking is because the first time you hear that you're just thinking oh yeah that guy's crazy (laughs) <laughs> and then, and then, but then the question you have to ask yourself is, uh, how many times have you gone nine right. days in the dark? Yes, um, without which any would light, then prove that he's wrong. Sure. And I'm not saying that I have to believe this guy. Sure, right. But if you scoff at him, then that's kind of stupid, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I've never gone a day in the dark. Yep. Yeah, that's totally. I lost in the cave. You know? <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll so that's really that. interesting. Man. Yeah, it is super interesting. And that, like, you know, I met this guy in Hawaii, and he was with this lovely girl. And then I saw him again, like years later, I don't even forget where I was, but I was like, oh my gosh, he was a math teacher as well. And I was like, dude, how are you? I haven't seen you. And he was like a bit of a different person, more grounded and and just was in a different space. And I was like, where's your lady? And he was like, oh man. Then he went through the whole thing of kind of what happened. And he told me that and I was not super surprised because I'm pretty open to out there topics and I've done a lot of research around that. Sure. But it also reminds me of this documentary called, uh, I think it's either just called Luna Uh or maybe La Luna, but it's about this tribe somewhere. Australia? That's what came to mind for me a second ago. Oh, really? I want to get into it. I don't think it was in Australia. I forget where. The bush. Those guys can, um, their stories of them interacting and meeting, like having a dream and deciding to meet up. And then uh, the next day they meet somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And and the city person's like, 
how did you know they're going to be here? And like, we talked about it in the dream world. And it's like, what? Right, right, yeah. Anyway, what, the uh, or so, yeah, uh, um, this, it's this tribe of individuals who they, I haven't seen the documentary, I really want to see it, mm-hmm. but from the synopsis that I've read about it, they believe that they are the keepers of the water. And in a lot of different Native American traditions and a lot of tribal traditions, water is seen is seen as holding memories, and so a lot of tribes go. Whoa, we need that's to keep... what some people are stumbling upon now in oh, modern really? science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Structuring and writing sentences yeah. with the structuring of water, Interesting. which is a, which is a way of saying it's a hard drive. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Sure. Well, I mean, it's liquid crystal. Yeah. And crystals are used as, as storage for. It's crazy theory, man. man. Very so interesting. So these 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 individual people believe that they're the keepers of the water and so that they're all about keeping the water pure and they give give birth in a cave and then stay in that cave the born being stays in that cave for 18 years and never sees light until 18 years then they come out of the cave and i mean we're talking about nine days and or 21 days. <laughs> yeah, they go straight, straight to McDonald's. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, we're thinking, I mean, the dude was in there for 21 days and he was seeing that. Imagine if you are raised by people Completely who, different reality. Completely different reality. In a reality that not really much any other human can go, oh, you're wrong. You know, well, like... You, you're, in a sense, changing the... Like, that's a... You're almost changing the human at sure, that point. Because, sure. you know, man... Although at the same and point, you're also no, ra- no, because there's that's maybe is it stupid to say that because it's like well blind people are like man I'm not I'm I'm not I don't know you but know here's the thing the difference though is your that experience as a human I it think exchanges your correct. experience but you're also what I was gonna say a minute ago was that you're raised by people that believe and probably believe because of personal experience uh-huh. that their purpose here is to commune with the spirit of the water right, right. and that this water is a linkage to the ancestors. And to the collective memory, if you want to call it the Akashic Records. Right, right. Then, and so your goal in life is to maintain a clear con- sure. connection with this. And no telling what kind of ceremonies and stuff they do right. in this lifetime, even outside of the cave. But the first 18 years, you're going to be a very different human. Right, right. And, you know, I mean, also, if you're looking at any type of epigenetics... Or any DNA stuff. Right. There's gonna be something passed down. Very different as well. A very different which experience. Which kind of wakes you up to even just how people in our own society that are the same as us sure. are living such very different experiences. Even just sure. with the loss of a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean, and yeah. how even blind people, um, and I'm pretty ignorant on this, but other senses step up, and you, and I mean, this is exactly what you're saying. Mm. Even in regular sure. society, you see sure. that. Uh, yeah. But I definitely haven't studied that. In yeah. Specific well, way. there's a lot of information about light deprivation in the third eye and the pineal gland. Yeah. And how yeah. that starts activating, which there's no telling. I mean, in that long of a time in darkness in a cave, there's no telling what you're going to be seeing. Right. Especially if you're being encouraged to like, like go, oh, I see this. And then your parents are like, Embracing great, right. dive into that. What right, else do you right. see? You know, like... No telling what is going to be going on there, which is super exciting. And also to watch your chair. Sorry. Oh, I was wondering, I was like, what's it's clipping this. Yeah, I heard that. And I was like, how's that happening? Uh, Thank you. But, uh, I was also thinking of like, what, uh, the different um, experience of being in that cave for 18 years and your yeah, parents encouraging you to keep a connection with this Akashic yeah, records, possibly. Yeah. That is yeah. Yeah. Man, what was the I union say? with the water? <laughs> uh, I was just, 
Oh man, I don't remember. It'll come to me in a minute. Oh, yeah, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm thinking about it is the different experience and what it's like. Like, what is a human and what's the purpose of a human and like all the things again back to humility that I think like this is my reality. Sure. A lot of that deals with. It's a different experience to walk outside in the middle of nowhere and look up at the stars than to be in a city like this and walk sure. up and look at the stars. Sure. And that that can kind of on a small scale affect your awareness of I'm I'm one part of a huge thing. Sure. And I, I think if you do that your whole life, I mean, e- even if you're thinking about a kid that's raised in New York versus a kid that's raised in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just that quote of I don't know, it's not a quote again, but um, Bob Dylan in one of Chronicle Volume 1 says, references his grandmother, I think, saying that everybody's carrying a huge weight or their mm. own burden. So don't assume anything, basically. Sure, right. You know? Well, that even made me think of, like, you know, how much different locations are going to give you different access to different people as mm-hmm. well, and how much people can shape our experience. And going, yes, yeah, seeing the stars in New York is going to be so different than, say, in Texas, where uh-huh. you've got the big sky. Right. But one thing that's also different, too, is that shoot, you might run into someone in New York who's like an astronomer and go, hey, come up Get to my rooftop yeah. and look through my telescope. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know, so right. it's like it's so interesting. It's well, really it's also the human interaction thing. Back yeah. to that again. Yes. Yeah. And that then ties it all back into like it is I feel like all about what it, it if depending upon our soul's desire to move forward or or i guess maybe i should say to expand or to constrict Mm -hmm. and in that opportunity to expand there's different choice points that are put forth for us and if you choose those to go like hey you should check out what's on you you say you even like sense this person or you kind of feel them and you look at this person they look at you and you go that person maybe is a stranger. They're a stranger. Maybe they're going to try and hurt me. I'm not going to go down that. Bam. Choice point. You're off on this other path. Right. You look at them. They look at you and you talk. And it turns out that they're trying to get you to come look at their amazing telescope and have it be an awesome time. Right. Another choice point that opens up a whole new level of expansion. And so no matter where we are on the planet, if there's ability to choose those expansive moments right they're gonna lead you to such amazing experiences right. no matter where you how are. do you know i mean that's the big that's yeah exactly that's the right. question yeah, and i think hands. that's part of this technology right i feel intuition like intuition is the, something yeah. that we have yes and if your um if your cell phone has three suggestions on what to reply in a text message, sure, that's one great example of slowly chipping away at uh-huh. your brain and your, sure, uh, you know what I mean, sure. The fact that it's like you just want to say yeah sounds yeah. good, yeah. That honestly, I know a lot of people dig that, and I, I probably need to relax, but it, it, <laughs> my, it offends me uh-huh. that my phone suggests responses to me. <laughs> like I get it, I get yeah. offended. I'm like, this is a machine. Why am I offended? Yeah. Well, somebody designed this as a as a way to help me, quote mm-hmm, unquote. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah. I don't need you to suggest how yeah. I should talk to my friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And that's a small example. Yeah. Well, and here's a counter example of that is that. Uh, there's a great sushi place, which is where I ate even tonight, called Wild Wasabi. Uh-huh. And I've s- s- spoken about that in text to so many people because I go there so often that if I write the word wild 
and my phone, it will automatically suggest wasabi next. Yes, yeah, yeah, gotcha, So it's gotcha. like, that's kind of handy, but it's also like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't believe that like my phone is tracking so much of right. this. This is so yeah. interesting. Yeah. And like, whoa, this is a little creepy as well. But it's also handy. Because if it's like I'm at a stoplight and I don't have much time, but I'm going to try and text real fast. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't have to write that ending. Oh, bam, I can just hit that. Sure. It's good, you know? Yeah. But there's a time when that's helpful and there's, there's a time, a t- where time that when is it's not. Yeah. Becoming I, your, your your brain almost like it's, sure. it's somebody in a long relationship who doesn't know how to do this anymore because mm. that person does it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of, um, yeah, being, a, what's the word there? Um, you're facilitating or. Um, I don't know if codependent, that's like a different topic almost, yeah. but it, it, at least it sounds right. Like yeah. you're depending too much on them, but sure. codependent is more in terms of like um, yeah, setting that's up limits and helping was, support each other of. in a better way. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's it's this, I think. it's a very strange, uh, I feel like there's a so much of a dance when it comes to intuition versus fear. And the and being like, oh, that, you know, not doing something because you're afraid of it mm-hmm. versus being able to relax and go, huh, what really is going on here? Like yeah. checking in, like, is it of my highest good to talk to this person? Right. And see how your body feels, you know? Yeah. That's this, that is, I think, the two, there's the opposite. I would say that the eagle by itself would be giving you three suggestions when you're, you know, you get a phone call or whatever. Uh-huh. The condor would be, there might be danger. My whole focus kind of is survival, but also in survival, you have to think about X, Y, Z. And there's way, you know, part of that is growing your own food mm-hmm. and taking care of your water and keeping it clean. All these other things that are really fantastic. But merging the two of those is going, huh, this person uh, might have something that could help me expand. I'm going to check in with my body real fast and see if intuitively this feels right or not. Mm-hmm. And then going, cool, yeah, it feels right. I'm going to go. And now I get to see this, you know, telescope that allows me to see the moon in a different way and see that it's, you know, this robotic thing that's flying with a space, you know, station on the backside of it. I've been been reconnected (laughs) with my star and moon research, even though I'm out of Texas or Wyoming and living Mm -hmm. in New York because of of my intuition. Mm -hmm. No, there's, there's some, there's, and I think anybody can get on board with that on a sliding scale. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like there's something huge to it, especially because I, not I just I definitely you shouldn't scoff at it because man have I been raised in some technology and I do feel distracted a lot and I sure. have had even the other night our power my power went out for mm. one night I had to sleep in the dark I love when that happens and um, yeah it was really good because <laughs> it forced me to do a reset you get into such a rhythm with your electronic habits mm-hmm. um, and um, it felt, it reminded me that I need to sit in the dark or at least shut down some stuff on a more regular basis, Sure. which I've said that a bunch and realized that, but it's the rhythm and, mm-hmm. um, as you get older and, or as time passes faster, it's yeah. just easier to not realize it's been a while since you've done that. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that's, that's great about where I am. Cause I have 28 acres, I border the yeah. wildlife preserve of 22,000 acres got a great creek of it's just it's yeah. it's so easy to get out there awesome and, and just be and, and i love when the power goes out out there because right. it's like this is awesome yeah um but ties into actually the only other topic i really wanted to make sure and cover which i feel like is something that's happening right now i feel like there's you know so the eagle condor thing is a, is a prophecy 
from way you know thousands yeah. of years ago. Uh, and then there's this other prophecy that's another Hopi prophecy that's actually a visual, like a stone carving on a rock. Okay. And so on this rock, you've got a horizontal line. And at the left on this horizontal line, you see two people standing there with plants growing on either side of them. Uh-huh. Big image. And then on the right of that is just repeated smaller images all the way down that line. Right. Of the same w- thing? Of the same thing. Gotcha. Yep. And then just past just before those smaller images start there's a diagonal line that goes up and that diagonal line goes up and then it's got a little zigzag kind of lightning bolt and then it keeps going on yeah on this diagonal line i think i've caught this image before you might have and there's a chance that i've told you about it before too because i feel pretty passionate about it yeah yeah but so on this diagonal line you have the same image but those two people their head is floating above their body and the plants are dead next right. to them. And so you just have a repeating image of that going up that diagonal line. Right. So this pro- the prophecy is, is that there's going to be a point in time where there's this split in realities. And if you choose to go on either one of those two realities, you can jump back and forth between those until you hit that little zigzag lightning bolt looking thing. And then whichever trajectory you're on, that's your new path. You right. can't jump back and forth. Right. And... I feel like pretty interesting topic for this group of people that long ago to be kind of going into, especially yes. when you get into what that imagery could mean in terms so of so many things, disconnection with nature and the head being disconnected with the body. Yes, that is sounds a lot like some of these topics. You know yes, I mean? it does. Interesting. That's one of the reasons I really wanted to bring it up because I feel like that's where we are right now. I feel like that split has happened. Right. And the, but we haven't gotten to the the lightning bolt yet. That zigzag point. See that when I think about that stuff, I'm like, I feel like I have no idea, but the mm. concept makes sense, right? Yeah. In terms yeah. of, I always whenever I think about where I'm at in it, I'm like, man, I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, but that idea of us being on a path, and you can look at it with technology, and sure. yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not, well, I'm and and there. so what comes? Yeah, yeah. And what what came to me because I've seen, I saw that. Years ago, and I've, I've always kind of kept it in my mind and gone, huh, I wonder what that means exactly. And so due to the fact that I spend a lot of time outdoors and a lot of times I'm outside um, with my shoes off, just really doing my best to connect as deeply as I can with, with the earth and with myself. And for and people who maybe don't know, it's just even the shoes off thing, literally the electricity huge. of having your body... Um, grounded to yeah. the earth, literally yeah. grounded. Cool. Totally. Well, and also next quick side note on that is that I went and saw these 13 indigenous elder um, grandmothers at Holy Montgomery God. Bell years ago. Yeah. And they came, did a bunch of ceremony and talks and whatnot. But at the very end, they were like, okay, just go through and each one of you just say a quick statement about what you think the most important thing in life is. And so everyone gave a little thing. And one of the ladies was, the grandmother said, I think the most important thing is to take your shoes off and walk on the earth because that's really the best way. That's the only way yeah. to really get grounded and We're connect. We're electromagnetic and you're, yes. you're, you're connecting with the frequency of the biggest mm-hmm. electromagnetic. And everybody's thing. pretty much got rubber between them, yeah, and, sure. you know, which is not a conductor. And to um, a degree, that's the law. And so, yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. so you're saying so, spend a lot of time outside. So I'm outside, yeah. Shoes off. Just shoes so off. don't think like, what does that mean? Sure, know? right. Yeah, it feels great, by the way. And there, I'll talk about that in a second too. But um. So I'm out there and I get, a text, I get a text message. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Mr. Falcon. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, I get a text message. I grab my phone. I'm like looking at the text, res- responding to it. And I'm like in it. 
and then I'm done. I like turn my phone off and instantly I'm like, whoa, that's right. I'm outside still. Yep. I'm here. And not only that, like if any creature or any human or anything wanted to attack me right then, I was like not there. Yeah. Your, your I was, consciousness is in the... In, uh, t- in a yeah, different space. User interface of the phone. Yes, exactly. I've had that. Put the phone away and then I was like, interesting. If I was to draw this as an image... I could draw it as myself with my head disconnected from my body. Right, right. And then I had this like aha moment of like, interesting, I wonder if that's what this Hopi prophecy rock drawing is. Right. Is this being so engrossed in technology that you forget about the external surroundings, which means your plants are going to be dead. the body, which is maybe the whole point of this experience. Exactly, right. Well, I mean, that's again, if you look at like, and we've talked about this prior, is people, different people are saying that other beings are talking about how special we are because we have the ability to be spirit and third dimension and be able to interact in this world and actually change things. Okay, so the idea of being a physical being but also having spiritual uh, qualities. Yes, and being able to pull from, you know, whether that be Akashic Records or some kind of right. an intuition or collective consciousness, whatever you want to call it. The idea of a soul it. and a body, right? Right, and being able right, to okay. actually influence something in matter, right. um, you know, mm-hmm. is... A lot of people say is very special, right? Which is so the idea that true. there's a lot of beings out there right. that are not embodied. Exactly. And that this is a particular, uh, particularly special experience. Exactly. Right. Is a perspective. Right. Um, so that's I feel like where we are right now so is good. that yeah that's so good and so I feel like this where we are right now is that yes that is the, a perspective the, yeah. the split has happened okay we haven't quite yet reached that little zigzag but what we need to do now is merge that condor back with the eagle because obviously technology can be helpful you know sure um but it doesn't need to be our life and it doesn't need to it it shouldn't diminish existence it should amplify it right and the minute that we're having to you know pollute water or um, degrade forests to gain minerals to make something, it started to, to not enhance our experience. Mm-hmm. So being able to merge it back as a tool and right. go, cool, this is helpful, but I don't really need it, you know, or I don't have, it doesn't have to be a part of every day. Maybe more you focus know. goes on the recycling potential of these metals. Yeah, and even... I mean, I've got several old used cell phones. I don't even know what to do with them because I don't want to just throw them away because I have data on them and they're like, that's some serious trash you're yeah, just throwing out. Sure, right. I don't know what to do with it. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, it goes back to what you're talking about, too, is like as far as the light bulbs and going, oh, these were made to fail so you could sell more of them, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Like <clears throat> being able to. I don't think that's to, really a theory anymore. Yeah, like, I'm sure old it's not. To where it's pretty much. I'm sure it's probably it. still happening, too. It is. I mean, and, and I guess the it, original light bulb still burns, right? Mm, probably. I mean, the ones I'm buying aren't still burning. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, I've yeah. already. I've gone. I've rambled on this before, but not here, but. It's, it, there's a part of me that is very irritated by that because we're still sure. pot potentially being scammed by that sure. today. Well, and I would say what's happening today, it might be less about building something that's going to fail, but mm-hmm. more about building something new that's going to make the old seem obsolete, where it's like, right. hey, this new phone yeah. doesn't have any buttons. No doubt. It's all screen. I mean, I've seen Ooh, a, I better get that. I've seen a commercial <laughs> like, where somebody like heard some new deal about some phone upgrade, yeah. and like the commercial... 
angle and there, it was like multiple commercials with the same idea where somebody would like, like a girl was like really and like oops drop my phone into my drink oh my god and i was just like oh my god <laughs> yeah um, wow it's literally like you know what's it's unbelievable cool is getting the new thing and just throwing away whatever <laughs> yeah. you have that's great right uh, you know yeah very interesting and it again goes back to this whole microwave mentality we were talking about yeah. and and also this kind of aspect of like keeping up with the Joneses kind right. of thing. And and also looking for fulfillment externally is really right. what it goes back to. But even those theories are true and dangerous because those are such, those could be, people have heard that and it's so vague, right? Like mm -hmm. how do we get to, that maybe comes back to the fact of like um, seeing if you can schedule a certain, depending on how much you use your phone, say. Yeah. A certain amount of time every night. Where you don't use your phone. Sure. You know what I mean? Or I don't yeah. even know what that would be. Like, not to say, each not person to say would have to take their those steps. statements, but sure. the, the whole idea of like, I know those, I've heard those statements and I dig them and then I'll go in and then it's Tuesday mm -hmm. trying to schedule my day and like also have this, these ideas be a part of my day. Yeah. Along with the anxiety of whatever you're doing. Sure. Um, or enjoyment, you know. Yeah. But how do we get actionable or not get so overwhelmed by a big idea that I'm like, man, I'm dealing with traffic. Right. I don't care about big ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you well, know what there's I mean? I also like taking off your shoes sometimes, sure. or trying to sit for ten minutes, maybe and meditate. Or I, mm -hmm. I'm just throwing out random sure, topics. Yeah. To try well, to also what I'm, what makes me think of too is like, okay, I, I I try and think about what is really like what is a, a almost necessity with a phone that's not a flip phone. Because if you go back to phones, it's like the purpose of a phone is to help sure. you communicate Talk. with somebody else, which is. I believe an external representation of what we have Already internally, have. Sure. Yeah. which is that internal technology yeah. of, of being able to know, Oh, I'm thinking about my mom. Oh, now she's calling. Of course she is. Yeah. But I think, okay, well then maybe the GPS, the GPS is, is super helpful. Maybe that's, maybe but that's maybe what we have, but a sensor inside of us. Yeah. That as well as going to a degree, or maybe you move to a new city and you spend 20 minutes a day studying the map yeah and you allow your memory to be active yeah. because or you start doing a mad walking plan and for a month you cover you know what i mean yeah you a bunch of good exercise. anything besides just being numb and going burp, 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 uh, 16 14 right. avenue and then you put it in there and you're there you know right. like i mean granted there's going to be you know something but man there's times when you need it but when it becomes mm -hmm. a standard thing it's dangerous because just like anything else you can see it with a muscle. If you start wearing a brace around the muscle, it's going to atrophy. So why, I mean, right. why wouldn't it be the same with other skills or senses sure. that we have? Yeah. And so that to a to degree, me, at least to a degree, that is, I believe the degree. merging of the Eagle and the condor. Right. And so I feel like we're like you know, building scaffoldings around us and our legs are starting to get weak. And uh -huh. we're like, these scaffoldings are great. This is like, I don't, <laughs> right. worry, about, I don't worry about shoes anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, like shoes are like buying new shoes, is a small price to pay for using your legs. That's a <laughs> right. weird analogy, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very true. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like that we're in a time right now where that lightning bolt is coming. And yeah. I feel like we all need to look deeply within ourselves to see what path we're on yeah and make choices accordingly if we need to sure so one thing that i've the done, head of removing the body with the dead plants world sounds like a bad one i'm not interested yeah of. but i think there's yeah, a I mean, lot of people on that path you know yeah it's just so i mean it's even hard to it's so i mean i can just it's so i'm trying to put my head you know it's so hard to wrap your brain around it mm -hmm. 
because so much of this is right next to progress and sure you know, yeah so well that's the ego and the condor yeah, i feel yeah, like you know because you've got progress again if we're going yeah. back to really understanding what the word means we're yeah. talking about best progress means moving towards a harmonious existence for, for now in the next seven generations yeah. Yeah. period so yeah, progress. If it's progress, then that's great. But that progress is only going to happen with when it's merged with those ancestral principles. Yeah, direction, right? Mm-hmm. Not just not it's, just it's uh, stewardship, really. But it's steering. it's stewardship of going. Here you go. You know mm-hmm. what's what is, is there another way to make paper besides cutting down you know old growth forests? Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. There's this plant called hemp. <laughs> that really is a fast grower. Right. It grows out of gravel. It's and, it's what made the sales that got us to America. <laughs> yeah. And interesting, it sequesters carbon and gives back nitrogen to the soil. Hmm, maybe that would be better than yeah. cutting down these old trees. No, that, like, I mean, they're producing a bunch of oxygen. Topic. It is a whole other topic. No, but, not to say not even to talk about it, but man, to even say that, that if, if if you're that is almost if there's any alien plant that's it mm, or, sure not to say that it has to be an alien plant. i'm not saying literally alien plant but man right. that thing is crazy if you're talking mm-hmm. about how many plants gives give nutrients back into the soil i don't yeah. know if any do and i'm pretty there's, ignorant on this there's Maybe some a few. yeah okay there's some but Hence there's the a there's a lot of things that that plant does they're super neat. i mean sequestering yeah. carbon for one is just right. phenomenal um yeah. but yeah it's and it's, the durability of it is pretty mm-hmm. i think i just when i heard about the um the sails on all the old school ships yeah. were all hemp, and if they and if they were yeah, not, there's like, they would have been shredded. Yeah, um, yeah. There's like seventy seven thousand uses for the hemp plant. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's <laughs> baseball cap, cowboy hat, <laughs> right? New cell phone case, moccasins, yeah. <laughs> sandals. Yeah, like you're, you okay, name you're stretching it. the uses. Plastics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plastics. No, it's, actually, it, you it's, can make a hemp plastic that's phenomenal. Yeah, no, a hemp actually, polymer. Heard about that. Yeah. That was I mean, what was around before DuPont came out. Yeah. And DuPont was like, you know, we can make this with oil. Yeah, interesting. And then you go, oh, okay, cool. And then we can make a lot of money off of that? Yeah, See, we're just going to have to pull all the oil out of the soil, though. So we're going to have to dig really deep. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, that sounds good. We can monopolize it? Yeah. Oh, we'll get really rich. So let's do it. Yeah. Knock it out. Plastics, which is funny. That's what yeah. I thought of when you were talking about the graduates. Like, interesting, now we're on this movement of like getting back to the fact that you can build you know, out you can do hemp polymers right. that are not oil based that are so much more sustainable and yeah, yeah, it's they're phenomenal. Yes. A lot of car manufacturers are utilizing them these days. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Condor and the eagle. Okay, I dig it. I, I can see it. The and dance, I, and the I, sacred dance. I get the idea of even for me. I think it's going to be not that everything has to come away with you know an actionable step, but I like the idea of trying to set aside a certain amount of time where. Hmm. Um, I have the screens off and I have any yeah. um, music or even, I really enjoy listening to podcasts and interviews and all that stuff Yeah, um, and news discussion shows mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's well, great to I take think... a break and let your brain just come up with some of, some of your own stuff. Sure. Obviously. Well, and I think one thing too is, you know, ultimately it's about being a good steward and yeah, I love listening to stuff as well, and, mm-hmm. and I, I do very much enjoy utilizing technology to learn or to entertain myself. If it's about stewarding as well, it's not going, oh, cool, I can, I'm can. i going to go ahead and buy another cell phone, even though mine works mm-hmm. great. You yeah. know, That's not really being sustainable. Right. You know, It's about, let, I'm going to take really good care of this cell phone and use it as long as I can. Yeah. And if something goes wrong, maybe I can fix it. 
or maybe someone I know can fix sure. it, you know? And so that's really what it's about. It's not about consuming. Right. It's about getting these key elements that are tools to help enhance life yeah. and then taking really good care of them and utilizing them for as long as possible. Right. Um, but in the, in the realm of uh, actual um, actionable step to one of the things that I've done, and, and this partly is because I've got such great access to it at my property, but I have started a 100-day um, creek walking practice. Oh, cool. One, because um, as, just as a man, I've found that you know there's so much uh, as we grow up of like, don't cry. Crying is, you know, you're a wimp or you're a girl or whatever. And so as men, I feel like we have this kind of dance with our, our emotions where most of the time they're suppressed more so than, than amplified or right. in, in, encouraged or integrated. And so water, for one thing, is associated with emotions in a lot of different traditions, uh -huh. my tradition as well. So as I was kind of telling you here before earlier too, just I've been through a tough time this past year. And yeah. and so that tough time has given me the opportunity to allow some emotions to flow that I didn't even realize were there with various things from childhood and, you know, divorce sure. and all kinds of different things that can kind of get lodged in different areas. And as those have kind of started, as I've been surrendering to letting those flow through me more, I've wanted to just keep my emotions flowing. And so with this understanding of this Hopi prophecy with the rock and the, the split of the two paths and right. staying grounded to the earth, I've started this practice of walking barefoot um, in my creek. Cool. So I'm getting in that water element, allowing either my emotions to, to flow um, or like just giving my emotions to the water and let them just drift away if yeah. it's stress from, you know, work, work stuff or stress from whatever uh -huh. or just like, overflowing with joy and you know just letting all that go uh -huh. into the water and allowing that water to kind of teach me of how to flow and how to hit a rock and find a way around it and how seeing that even if you've got you know a bunch of rocks there that are obstacles those obstacles actually kind of force the water into a narrower path and makes it stronger and so right. using those principles in my life of like, how can I use these rocks or stumbling points or challenges as strengthening tools in my yeah. life? And then just getting my feet physically connected with the earth and the rocks, which a lot of nature, native traditions see the rocks as ancestors, which would partly be that condor as well. And so just pulling from those rocks of the, our grandfathers and grandmothers of, you know, what's, what's here for me to see. Right. Um, so a hundred days, I, I don't, I think I'm, I'm somewhere in the 40s right now okay. of days, and it's been awesome. That's cool. been a really great it's funny, practice. First thing my brain thinks is like uh, get get through them before January. Oh, oh of you know, course. Oh, I didn't I'm, think about that at all. Cold, at the time. Right? Yeah. But then until I'm also later, thinking, well, maybe this is maybe that's your time to double down on your Wim Hof breathing techniques. Totally. Like, yeah, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. And I've been playing with that Wim, Hof, yeah. Wim Hof breathing as well yeah. too. That's some yeah, I, interesting stuff. It is, and I agree. It's going to be an interesting. Um, experience to getting that cold 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 yeah. and it started i mean it's shoot it's supposed to be 39 degrees monday night yeah which is crazy but what i found and this is again the whole another topic of of earth construction and and true insulation for structures mm -hmm. but um nights when it's been cold outside the water's actually been warmer than the, right. than the, the air which is cool just because that natural geothermal yeah, of the yeah. earth um but it's been chilly past couple yeah. of days it's but fun it's how the water kind of trails trails the mm -hmm. temperature a little sure. bit 
Yeah. And I always, when it's first hot, I'm always jumping in the water and then I can't breathe. Yeah, but then right. later in the summer and later in the yeah. year, you're always so yeah. excited that it's still a little warm. Yeah. And then the creek, there's different areas that's that's deeper and more shallow. Pockets and so of, you can, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Which is fun. Yeah. Huh. But that's been a, you know, a, an actionable, actionable step for yeah. me to go, cool, this matters enough that I'm going to commit to doing it every day. Yeah. For a hundred days, which is going to be far beyond what, what it takes what to start a pattern. Yeah, it's not a, a huge behavior. epic commitment. Sorry, sorry no, it's not. You're yeah, I mean, it's it's way beyond what you know. What I think is twenty one days to create a, a creator right. break a pattern. I've so that, I'm you know well over that. Um, I will be at the end. I mean, I'm I'm over twice that right now. So my hope is that after those hundred days, it's like I'm just gonna keep doing it. You know, right, right. because there's you know we have to be able to understand that the people that have come here before us have a wisdom that we don't have at least on some things so this indigenous grandmother going the most important thing is to take your shoes off and then you look at all moccasins moccasins are made out of you know some kind of animal hide which is going to be a conductor so it's the same as being barefoot so you know that and, and then taking that down like a level deeper and going, oh yeah, these indigenous that laid around a fire and were told to go to the highest part of this Man, island. Is like, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. But like, there's definitely more to it, and I want to know what's there, you know. Yeah. And and so it kind of tying again too is like having a knowledge that there might be something there, and then getting some kind of personal experience with it. It's like, okay, cool. Now it becomes somewhat of a responsibility for me to like, right. I'll do the research if if everyone else thinks it's crazy. All right, cool. Then that's not their thing. You do it. Yeah. Once I find something out, I'll I'll share it with you. You know. Yeah. And, and then bring you in for personal experience. If everything was super rosy everywhere, then that would be kind of annoying that you were doing that. But sure. If I'm looking at you know people around me saying, "Hey, I'm gonna take a few minutes and experiment with this possible way to help." Yeah. I'm like, good, because things aren't necessarily super rosy. Sure. You know? Sure. It's totally. Great. It's great that the Dodgers are in the National League Championship, <laughs> but you know. I think we're in seven conflict wars, and sure. that's just America. So, right. Um, I think there's a lot yeah, of people on me. that diagonal path right now. Go research it, man. Share right with now. me what you got. Yeah. Because well, I want you to come and and do some yeah. walks with me. I'll check it out before it gets too cold. Well, Unless I get into the Wim Hof, because I'm down with some some cold showers and mm-hmm. uh, and some um, heat and cold therapy. Yeah. So much easier to get into the heat, and it has a lot of great benefits, supposedly too. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's something do. to that cold stuff that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, is, is real or at least unlocks. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, there's so many things like that. Why do people so are so interested in travel? Why why do people so interested in this like uh, cutting a hole in the ice and diving in <laughs> once sure. a year in the community? Um, you always forget that there's certain things potentially or supposedly that are unlocked in the body when you do this stuff. Right. That that releases something that either um, turns something on in you that wasn't there or releases something that makes you feel good. Sure. It's, it's not just me in my home watching a video of somebody. And not and like trying to put myself in their shoes right now, sure. yeah. And thinking, why would you want to do that? Why would you right. want to jump in the cold? Right. Or what's the point of climbing to the top of that mountain? Sure. You're just gonna climb back down. You know what I mean? Not, <laughs> right. I mean, I dig mountains, but yeah. Sometimes I think well, it's that, the whole just, difference between like the destination versus the journey. It's the journey. You know? Yeah, it's the journey. That's the mm-hmm. thing. And and these actions unlock certain things that is sure. healthy. And and when you're talking about reengaging the body, right? That makes sense, man. I think that does make sense in an actionable today. Sure. Uh, I'm a little bit too into the social media or checking my sure. messages or right. whatever it is. Right. Yeah, just yeah. take your shoes off and get outside for a minute. Yeah. You know? One last note on that in terms of the, it's funny because I was seeing, doing some doing it, some education work and, and hearing updates on what, 
you know, how the older people are defining the younger generations, you know, you do hear, uh, maybe I just like this, I, I don't know, but I, I'm, I'm not going to solve this, this, I, this question now, but you hear people talk about the younger generation as being so into social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you hear certain people that this resonates way more with me that are really, I think, listening more to the kids um, or not even kids, but just younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, they were born into a world where all the adults were doing this and mm. were stoked about it. <laughs> and they're trying to exist. And like you said, with the water, they're mm. trying to be seen. Sure. So they're being thrust into this thing that I got a feeling, I think to a I man, who knows? I don't know what my feeling is, but they might be help get us back on track with sure. almost like this is why is this so cool why is this so cool that i got to share this much right. information on social media all the time yeah it's a lot i think a lot of these younger people or some of them are at least saying this is exhausting and kind of seems like a cheesy waste of time <laughs> you know and right. i think a lot of people it's and, like the new scrapbooking it's funny you know because everybody's like no 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 this is legit i got a thousand likes you don't understand <laughs> and, and then yeah. we're talking about these generations and we're saying like they're so into their phones they're so into social media right and, and i'm thinking I think that's because they're trying to exist. Mm. I don't think they really want to do this. I think they'd rather be playing soccer or something. Sure, right. And I don't know, but uh, yeah. I don't even, there's nothing to no, be said think, about that. I think that's true. Some of these youngsters well, have some have some sharpness to them. Totally. Just like every generation says, I don't know. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, there's some pretty awesome things going on here. Sure. No, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And that's, again, where I feel like, you know, I believe that you're either going to be someone who is going to be an inventor and come up with a new way of doing something, or you're going to be presented with something that somebody else has created and then do that. Mm -hmm. And so something that I'm really interested in is creating opportunities for people. Mm -hmm. Because if your only opportunity is living in a, you know, very suburban area with, you know, a lot of modern amenities and access to things, that's kind of what you're going to do. You're, Mm -hmm. you're not going to, it's, it's more rare to break that mold and go, oh, sure. I'm going to go do something completely out there. Mm-hmm. But when you're presented with opportunities yeah. that are different and new, unique and outside of the mainstream, then you at least have the option yeah. where it's like, oh, you want to go here, 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 or do you want to go over here and have this like super wild, yeah. awesome experience? Right. And it's like, I think I'm going to try that last one, right, you know? Right. But if that, and if no one ever takes the time to create that space for that opportunity, then it's not there, you know? And so I feel that's kind of where as the older generation helping this new generation, and I kind of feel like we're this bridge generation where we've got our parents' generation that's like, you know, they're kind of semi-lost and kind of in between of like, nah, I don't really know about the social media. I don't know about the technology it can be good sometimes where they're like, I don't know, do it for me. Mm-hmm. And then there's the younger generation that's like just been way inundated with it. And it's and just like screen- with it, but yeah, it's worse, just screen central. Mm-hmm. And so we have this opportunity to help steward this younger generation that's like, yeah. okay, yes, it can be really fun to geek out on all kinds of apps yeah. and all kinds of whatever. That can be really fun. But what you don't understand is that when we were your age, we didn't have that, yeah. and we got to do X, Y, Z. I'll never forget going off the rope swing, you oh, know, yeah. off what, of Old Natchez Trace, and yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like and all forts and things like yeah. that kind of stuff. We have going connection to, find a to still and pulling them off. And yes, them in the of a field yes, and stuff. totally. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that we still remember 
but is just not very accessible as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Or it's being, it, com- yeah, because it's being competed with, with exactly. this digital kind of... Right. This, we're ultimately games and, and processing car processors mm-hmm. are getting more and more where there's they can interact with the external environment or the, right. the internal environment of this game more and more and more. But it's not the same as it's sure. like, okay, cool, you might be able to go over and see that there's leaves here on this game, but you're not going to be able to pick up every single leaf and look at it. Right. But okay. you can outside. If sure. you walk outside and do that, no problem. Yeah. I mean, just eye contact is it. I mean, you watch a movie, if somebody spikes the camera and looks right into it, uh-huh. even if it's fake, you wake up to it. Sure. Uh, and if they're looking at you um, for an extended period of time, that really affects you. Mm-hmm. But if you're in person and you sit with somebody and yeah. you do a quiet, extended, no breaking eye contact mm-hmm. experiment, mm-hmm. there is a good chance that somebody starts crying. Mm. If you do five minutes, three, five minutes sure. of that, sure. it is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a good thing. There's yeah. Yes, this is real on the screen, Yeah. but man, that is a, a um, again, to go back to that Jordan Peterson guy, just because I was listening to him today, that mm-hmm. is a lo-fi representation mm. of sure. this thing, right? Sure, yeah, very um, much so. You know, there's something to it, man. And I, it's easy for me to talk and come up with theories, and I like that. But I, you know, I got to set aside some time to sit in the dark and embrace yeah. the power going out too. Yeah, for yeah, totally. And that's one of the things that I've been passionate about for a long time. I love working with kids. I always have. Um, I think I enjoy how much they give me the opportunity to be a kid, mm-hmm. which is very comfortable for me, and I and I love it and need that, and we all do really. But one of the things that I'm focused on right now is buying this 115 acres that's come online uh, or on the market next that borders my property whoa crazy that would give me 150 acres yeah and in on that build a nature education center whoa cool because i'll have like would have around four and a half miles of creek yeah. To walk in. There's nothing like walking in a creek, man. <laughs> there's so, this, this there's creek walking so is much. really st- sticking with you. <laughs> well, it's been something it I did even as, as a creek. kid because there's fish, there's oh, dude, crawfish, no, I, I oh, yeah. there's movement, there's all the things that technology or, or EA sports or EA games or whatever oh. is trying to create. It's all right there, unmatched. I don't know, man. RBI Baseball 93 on Sega Genesis <laughs> right. competes. Yeah, uh, that's... No, just... I know what you mean, man. Whether it's the lake, the river, the the, the creek, um, or the ocean, or even the pond. We had a pond on my property. We had two ponds, mm-hmm. technically, but one of them was... I remember those. Deep, <laughs> yeah. It was, it, if you didn't look close, that's not grass. That's mm. green pond scum. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. there's something the water very, element. I'm all about water. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Yeah, you had the water bed too. Well, way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good for your back. Yeah, not, not trying to stick with that. But when you're in high school, that is awesome. Yeah, I, I was very jealous. <laughs> yeah. uh, or it's awesome to me. I don't know if that is really awesome. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it never popped, so that's good. Yeah, sadly. I kind of wanted to pop it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Right on, man. I mean, that's that's some killer stuff. Um, yeah. I'm even glancing down here, and we're coming up on two hours almost. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like those are some good topics, and there's even a handful. I think at some point I would love to, to talk. Even we can pick a specific aspect of the sure. Mayan calendar talk, because I know for years you've been yes. dropping some information about that, and it's interesting, and I am so ill-educated on it that yeah. that'd be fun. Um, well, and, and even just to, to touch on that real fast is the blue monkey. Just oh, one. Right. So the, the mind calendar is phenomenal. And, and really the way that the calendar was created was observation of repeating patterns. Yeah. Um, and those repeating patterns were all kinds of different things. Um, 
but one of the calendars that they created, which they created lots of calendars, but one of them was specific to the constitution of what made up a human being. Yeah. And personality wise, personality wise. And so you've got what's called a solar seal, um, which there's 20 solar seals. And then there's what's called a tone and 13 tones. Yeah. Which those which creates a combination of 260 possibilities, which is based off the lunar cycle right. for a year, yeah. um, which is way more harmonious to our circadian rhythms and whatnot. But the blue monkey, which is my planetary support, which everybody right. has a planetary support, which is the way that they're supported in this dimension on this planet. It's yeah. what helps them be balanced, pretty much. If you're talking about wacky, EA Sports, this sounds like you're telling me about a new <laughs> sweet video game. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, if you're wacky, you, you're not embracing your planetary support. And I know right. that for myself because... If who's wacky? If, if people anybody, in general? If anybody's wacky, it's because they're not in balance with their planetary support. What do you support. mean by wacky? So, you don't just mean like funny and weird. No, no, no. I'm gotcha. sorry. Like like whacked out. Like okay, they're right, not right. themselves. Yeah, they feel stressed. They feel... And, or, okay, cool. Yeah, not or even, just, just yeah. not feeling balanced and not enjoying their life. Interesting. So for me, my planetary support is the blue monkey, yeah. which the blue monkey is all about understanding that life, this whole third dimension, everything that we see around us is an illusion. Right. And that... That we live in this magical world, right. and what we really need to be doing is embracing this inner child and this yeah. innocence within all of us, and seeing through the eyes of the child, and being through the eyes of a child, if you right. will. So it's like playing, jumping in puddles, all, uh, climbing trees, making a pile of leaves, and jumping right. in it. All the things that a kid would do. That is the essence of the blue monkey, and the beauty of that is that a kid's going to do that regardless of who's around. Regardless, sure, they're sure. gonna play with anybody that's there. It doesn't matter what color their skin is, what religion they are. Right. Nothing. None of that matters. What matters is you got a stick. I got a stick. Sweet. Boom, Let's on. play game yeah. on. Yeah. That's all stick that matters. Toss. Stick toss. You name it. We're gonna create. We're gonna pick up something and make oh, yeah. it into something else. Like that is the essence of the blue monkey. Right. Um, which is again one of the reasons I love working with kids so much. Right. Right. Um, so. That's one of just a whole fractal of things you can dive into with the mind calendar. Um, but so, yes, yeah, so everyone's got a planetary yeah. support, uh, a hidden power, which is something just comes really natural to right. that person that's, um, that's a very enjoyable experience. Mine is the Red Skywalker, which is all about exploration. Yeah. Um, a- a exploration of internal and external um, okay. landscapes. Yeah. So diving into yourself and seeing what's going on. It's a, it's a lot about traveling as well, which is one of the reasons I think that I was on tour for five years. I loved uh, waking yeah, up in a different city. Specifically Me specifically, I gotcha. love to travel. Yeah, I kind of have to. Sure. Um, then you have a, a challenge slash strength yeah it's your biggest strength unless you are not aligned with it and then becomes your biggest challenge right right. mine's the white mirror which is what you are you are a white mirror which is one of the reasons i love spending time with you and we spark each other in this because you're was that my thing your blue monkey is my white i'm a white mirror exactly yes and and so your strength is is uh yeah the blue monkey which is what i am right so we're i'm sorry what my planetary support is yeah so we're a great balance for each other because the white mirror is all about transparency and so what what the my say is that um, we have the ability to reflect clearly to somebody if we do the internal work to polish our mirror so we give a clear reflection back to that person not merge with any of our judgments any of our preconceived notions that's your angle on it or my angle on it 
that is that is the Maya angle on it. Okay, gotcha. that's what the Maya say about the white, the white the white mirror, mirror. Gotcha, yeah, in general. Gotcha. So isn't that funny that I that I would then enjoy kind of bouncing, I'd even just talking course, like this. Yeah. And that. Well, that's again yeah. like a minute ago you were talking about, or maybe this was before you were talking about your back, yeah. and you were like you know, saying to your class, Oh, I'm gonna, you know, my back hurts, we're gonna leave early, I'm gonna go tell my boss. Well, I and I was like and I was like, Oh wait, I was like, Did you tell them that? And you were like, Yeah, of course I'm very open with oh, you yeah. know. And so that's one of the things I love about you is that that is the essence of the white mirror is that what they say is that your internal experience mm-hmm. becomes your external experience as well as well. Yeah. So if you got something going on you are literally obligated to share that, or else right. you're going to be whacked Within out. Within a responsible, yeah, obvious. You're not going to yeah. tell a little kid you were worried we're going to be homeless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was another topic. Right, we but but there is a, a you way know, to there is a way yeah. to share that with vulnerability right. and and but also with you know so there's which is made, which delivery is part, that makes sense. Then why for me if I'm an, if I'm working in a setting where I'm an educator. Um, I feel empowered and more connected and really just more even in charge mm. if I'm sharing with them the plan for the day. Which sure. Some people feel like, no, you lose power because mm. what, you know, and I don't necessarily or always have to lock it out. So I like to have some variability in there yeah. for, for different reasons. But right. um, it is funny how I like. Um, Communication yeah. is huge. It's I mean, it's really all about transparency. Right. It's an absolute transparency. So that's my biggest strength it's also my challenge if right. i don't align myself with right. that and then everyone has a guide which i um my guide is myself i'm guided by the yellow star which is what i am okay right. um and not everybody's guided by themselves certain people are yeah. um but that's my guide and then the yellow star is ultimately understanding that every single moment is a blank canvas yeah and everything that is happening around you is a color on your palette and you can take any of these experiences and you can either make something really beautiful or you can make something really disharmonious and unenjoyable that's a cool visual in general yeah i don't know why that grabs me so much as like this probably because it's i I enjoy painting or at times Mm. i do and the idea of having colors that were kind of interactive changing sure 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 right i mean it's a moment to moment thing and that's you know when you can get into that understanding of like you know this is almost like goes into some transmutation kind of stuff of like okay you're here as a human and someone is coming up to you and they are angry and they are you know maybe they're not angry with you but they've had these challenges and they're ultimately sending you some type of an energy that is just if you can maintain your groundedness enough and be in this yellow star which is me space to go okay this is another color maybe this is a red and this is going to go here you know it doesn't have to overwhelm the painting it doesn't have to make it anything you don't have control of the colors but you can utilize them to make a better thing exactly like okay we have some blackness right to put some highlights uh, yes blacks next to this highlight yes right yes i also like to look at as as ingredients as well and so you can make something really like a delicious cake or you can and you know have too much salt and too right. much this, and it's really taste, doesn't yeah. taste bad, you know. So that's kind of the essence of the the yellow star is that um, it, it's about beautification of right. what's around you, and it's a space of elegance in art and seeing everything as a potential for art. Right. And so making something beautiful out of every moment. That's um, cool. Yeah. I have to. Um, I don't even know if I could. I probably couldn't find that text. I wonder if you, you email me some information or you send me some information on my all my yeah. stuff at one point. And I remember yeah. looking into it, but I'll, I'll even search for that. I remember um, reading that, and the, the I remember talking about opening up the eye on the top of your head. Yeah, 
And I remember you being like, there was something I there had that had linked up with that, that day. Yeah. Oh, did you? Or no, no, nice. th- that's what oh, I that, remember. Right, that. that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a yeah that you was were talking some synchronicity there. Uh, one part of my chart or whatever you mm-hmm. looked up, mm-hmm. and I had had a really vivid thought that day that um, was a big part. Of, I mean, that's such a vague memory. Yeah, but I, know I feel mean. like you were saying there was something about opening up the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. And or this was talking about opening up the eye on the top of your head, right. and there's yeah. some kind of a. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we can definitely. I would be totally down to do another time to like dive into that specifically. Oh yeah, because um, even right well, now it's it's easy and fun for me to go eight minutes or however many. Even right now, it's sure. Just like, what the heck? Right. Because the uh, your sign is interesting and the personality thing, which I bet I think is based on young the INFTP or whatever mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. interesting. But this yeah. seems almost like. Those combined plus another layer of sure. options. And- well, and then what happens too is because everybody has what I was show, telling you, you know, around, which is kind of like you can look at it as the cardinal directions. If you had a circle with the cardinal directions on it, and the center would be your solar seal, which I'm the yellow star. Yeah. And then if you're looking at east, would be planetary support, south, hidden power, west, right. yeah, you strength, challenge, north would be the guide. So that's yeah. kind of how it's laid out. Um, but what's cool is that every single day has its own, what's called a kin. The mm-hmm. kin is the combination of your tone and your solar right. seal, um, 260 kins. But each day has its own. So there's going to be a day that's tw- that's a uh, blue monkey day. Right. And so that's going to be a day for me that's really powerful, like, sweet, I got to really dive into my playfulness yeah. today. Yeah. And there's also going to be day, a day that's going to be a, uh, a white mirror day right. that could be a big strength for me, or it could be a really challenging day yeah. where I may be presented with speaking my truth in a way that could really rock the boat or right. something. And so there's an opportunity for me to make myself wobble uh-huh. Uh, in my groundedness by not being totally honest right. or there's a way or, or I could just dive in and be totally honest and it might be kind of challenging right. but after that it's going to be so expansive for me that choice point of going yeah I'm going to dive in this whole you know? idea of the, the power and the fear or the power weakness or the idea mm-hmm. of something that scares you if you can try to uh, walk into it mm-hmm. and be with it to a degree you might unlock some real great thing yeah, totally. that's something uh, there's a reason why that's all over the place. That totally. Idea. Well, it reminds me it's too of, the, of the, it's this scary. flow that's state. The definition of it. Yeah. Go to the scary stuff and look into it. It's yeah. hard to do sometimes. Yeah. I was um, looking at this flow dojo, mm-hmm. which there's these these two guys. It's a rapper. That... Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's these the two guys that are ever. doing research about what happens in the brain, in the body, the chemistry. Uh, the chemical makeup when you're in what they would call a flow state or in the zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they're Sounds like... great. Yeah, so they're doing all this research about how what happens and how can you achieve that flow state all the time? Well, how do you get into that? And so it's these series of different things like some kind of anti-gravity-ish machine that you get in and spin around or yeah. something that's like... So you get to do these things in a safe environment with these different nodes on okay. to be like... What happens with the body when you're doing this, that, and the other, you know? Um, but Everybody's got I one think, of those spin things in their garage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Too, no never, those are cheap. Yeah. Uh, but what they're ultimately looking at is, and what I believe is that it's that space of, of diving into the unknown, surrendering, trusting the universe that right. you're going to be okay, 
and just being in complete surrender and diving into it. And it's like, it's, you know, for instance, like a surfer, you see this wave coming that's just ungodly, huge wave, and you're like, and go. And then you just surrender, and you're in the zone, and you're just there, and you you know, and it's going to be an awful... It's like, wait, maybe not. (laughs) And you get caught in the middle, and you're (laughs) Yes, exactly. You don't want to be that guy. But that's, again, great research to go, what held you back, you know? But so that's just kind of thinking about that as far as like that saying yes to the moment and being in that space of of fear versus... More the flow state. Yeah, that surrendering to that fear... And going, all right, maybe this isn't that scary. Maybe it's scary for 30 seconds. And then you're like, oh, cool. All right. It's yeah. like the whole roller coaster concept where it's like, oh my gosh, that's sure. roller coaster. And then you ride it and you're like, yeah. do it again. Well, do it again. I don't want to get off. Right. Well, this is two different ideas, but names came up. Dr. Richard Allen Miller, who's got all mm-hmm. sorts of history on science and even dealt with soldier training on being in the in the flow or whatever, mm-hmm. being yeah. able to even have a better guessing rate at the, what's about to happen. Sure. And and then, oh, crud, now I'm, now I'm focusing on that. The other one was totally <laughs> different. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Shane Black, who's a screenwriter, this guy mm. that came up with the Lethal Weapon series and then left okay. when it got too cute, mm. I guess you could say. And then he did uh, wrote and directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and The Nice Guys and um, directed Iron Man 3 and is doing mm. The Predator. Anyway, he's a great person to listen to on screenwriting because this, you know, the actionable stuff and the observation of anxiety and talking about switching from the, from the, um, fear and, um, worried about the situation part of the brain to the problem solving part of the brain. Yeah. And it is some of the best stuff I've heard for anybody who's interested in like either writing or creative. I don't know. It's pretty broad, but he's got some great 40 minute interviews or 20 minute interviews online where he even like acts out when he starts writing and thinking like, I'm a failure, I'm a loser. Like, there's never going to be, just mm. put a letter down. Just put it like, okay, T. Okay, so I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm a joke. Nobody wants to read this. I'm never going to just, okay, the. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be, okay, the rain came down in the car. I'm such a loser. <laughs> this is going nowhere. And she got out and she was uh, in the passenger seat. And this is stupid. And well, then who's in the driver? Well, maybe she was, I'm such an idiot. Well, maybe she was, okay, she's on a trip. Okay, well, uh, maybe her boyfriend, and then all of a sudden you've transitioned from yeah. I'm a loser or can I do this to problem solving. Yeah, and once you're in that, then you're off. Mm. And, and that might just be the writing side of things, but it, sure. it, I, I recognize that definitely. Mm. So much so that when, when I get into the rhythm, I'm like, give me another to do. Sure, sure. Because if I have to shut this thing down, right. it can take me a whole day. or Interesting you know, to, to get, get it back going. running yeah. again. Yeah, interesting. Anyway. That's cool. Well, that reminds me of... Um, uh, Tony Robbins, totally, which totally. is Dude, like all about the flow. Oh, he's all about the flow. It's all about state management. Yeah, he's to him. about the head microphone too. <laughs> he does. He does microphone. get into the face microphone. Yeah. Tony, uh, a lot I of think good people do a lot. Of, I think when you're on the move, you got. I think that Jordan Peterson guy happen. was using the face microphone. Really? I just think of Broadway and like jumping. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Tony is a, a amazing. Sure. Yeah, I, I've I have benefited greatly from I've some of the things he's done. Great interviews with him. him yeah. With uh, Tim Ferriss has some good interviews mm. with him. Nice. It's like two self-help dudes talking to each other. It's ah, kind of cool because yeah, that's cool. there's a little bit more of a peer thing going on yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, he was talking about um, this kid who was brought to him and he's all about state. What state are you in? What state? Because he works sure. with a lot of professional athletes as well. Right. And so it's like what... Optimal performance. Optimal performance. Yeah, they got to be at an 11 all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was... So he's talking about trying to get people into that state and how things... How your brain works differently in that state. And so he was... this. They brought... Some parents brought this kid to him 
that was dyslexic. They had this list of words he couldn't spell. And ultimately, everyone in his, in his school, all the principals and teachers and whatnot said, you know, you've got these disabilities, yada, 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 you're not really going to succeed. So they come and, and bring him to Tony's house. Tony starts working with him and they like set down this, like, this is the diagnosis of this kid. Here's this piece of paper, or I guess it's a stack of papers all put together. So Tony says, flipping through it and going, Hmm. Oh, interesting. And he said, I'm just watching this kid, like just like sink yeah. into his chair, like yeah. so stressed. And so he said, he goes through the whole thing and then he picks it up and he said, he just rips it in half yeah. and throws it over the shoulder. And he said, the kid just like, his eyes light up and he's like, oh, you know, it, the whole, his whole, his whole demeanor changes. And he's like, you know, these people are good people, you know, but they don't understand you. And I can tell that you're an athletic kid. I can tell that you're probably good at somebody. You're good at sports. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good at surfing. Yeah. And he's like, cool. Well, let's, let's talk about Start surfing. There. So he said, so the whole, his whole state changes. He starts talking about surfing and he's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, tell me more about surfing. And he's like, okay, I'm not really a surfer. Tell me a little about surfing. So he starts telling him how to surf and what to do. And so then he starts going, oh, interesting. Well, what if you were to teach people how to surf? You think you could teach it? Yeah, starts talking about teaching and surfing. Then he starts talking about, oh, what if you had a surfing school? And then he starts talking about school while he's in this state of like he's surfing, standing like he's surfing, and he's in this different space. And so his whole body mechanics... Ownership of school. Yes. So now he's got a new association with school, and he's like school and learning and surfing school learning and surfing so then he's like okay cool well let's get out something so he pulls out these words that this kid apparently couldn't spell and in that space starts asking him these words and he spells every single word perfectly and so i've always remembered that and just like interesting you know but that's the thing is like getting yourself in that state and and uh breaking out of some of these dangerous i mean i get it it's hard to teach a lot of people at once but um there's a lot there's like 12 different geniuses and mm. a lot of the school system focuses on like three maybe four sure and the other you know majority of people feel, are either feeling like man i only got i'm only partially capable or i'm totally not good at right. learning that's a crazy <laughs> nobody's not good at learning sure that, that is what like I mean, I get it. There's people that are that are, you know, really smart in certain atmosphere and circumstances. But yeah, um, if you're still alive, you're picking yeah. something up. Sure, you know sure, I mean? sure, exactly. So, Life anyway, is just. I've just learning. seen that in a lot of students that are like, sure. I'm not good at this. I'm good at. I'm okay at this, but right. I'm just like, okay, here's the list of the twelve geniuses. Yeah. Like you're probably good at like seven of these things, sure, at least right. to some degree. Sure. So right. these three that you're bad at, like let's get better at them. But yeah, I bet you can make a let's living. Let's focus off of these on some seven. other ones. Yeah. You only got to make a living off. You know, like you don't have sure. to. Sure. You know, so anyway, it's yeah. the same thing. And I'm I'm not as I wasn't as you know the Tony Robbins. Well, thing yeah, like, to make you cry. You know. Yeah, but I, yeah. I've seen stuff like that. That's like, huh. Yeah. Just wording it. If you tell a class of people you're the smart class, yeah, and you tell the other one you're mm, the dumb class, they've yeah. done this test, and it's the same groups, the same test scores. Yeah, they teach in the same material, and the one that's told they're smart yeah. does better at the end. Now, I wonder if telling them they're smart has anything to do with the vibration of how that affects the water in their body too. Definitely take it back encouraging earlier. them. I mean, it's yeah. all connected. That's the of thing. Of course, yeah. And the placebo effect and all this. I mean, there's all these mm-hmm. little things that are like, everybody knows what the placebo effect is. Yeah. But nobody really focuses on the fact that it kind of dismantles <laughs> so much of, this, of, sure. the, um, of the cliche scientific sure. perspective. Yeah. And, and a lot of people that are into science, they're not the actually cliche whatever, mm. but 
the placebo effect is right there at the core of all of these studies. Of course. And it's telling you that like the brain changes stuff that's crazy mm-hmm. physical. Yeah. And well, even like the the test that they do where they'll hook a professional, say, at runner yeah. up and put nodes all over their body and start testing right. everything and then say, now sit in this chair and visualize yourself going through the run. Right. And the same muscle groups are firing. The same brain a- atmosphere or the same right. brain areas are firing as they do when they actually keep them hooked up and have them do their own run, right, do the same right, run. Right. Meaning so, that... What meaning, is yeah. meaning that there's... It doesn't matter if it's happening or not happening. The brain can make right, it real. Right, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And can, you know? and can even, like, for people that are successful in certain... Uh, Certain things, I know it's easy to hear about with physical, like uh, someone before a big basketball game going to bed and just shooting hoops. Sure. When I was younger and did discus in like high school, mm-hmm. before meet big meets, I would like go to bed and I would visual kind of and feel that perfect spin. Sure, sure. And like it, 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 there's something weird about that. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. This is again the condor and the eagle. Right. That's that condor, you know? Yeah. That's so. that condor. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Condor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in that sense, in terms of just getting into you as the body. Sure, and, right. Know, that that internal technology gotcha. yeah, exactly. of going, we know that this happens, yeah. but we don't know why. Right. And we're going to explore the why. Yeah, you know? have some humility and not scoff at it. And exactly. Because, because, you know, if things were all perfect, scoff away. But until sure. then, let's let's at least <laughs> sure. do a percentage of our time into looking into weird stuff. Right. Um, because, right. you know, good stuff can come. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, totally. Dude, we, we wanna, go on all night. I know, right? I'm almost like I gotta be careful because I like mentioned my calendar and my brain yeah. is like re-engaged. Obviously, I know. Yeah, um, I'm feeling that too. But we can pick another thing and even revisit on this too. Yeah, we've we've rambled plenty and yeah, and well. man, this is great. I'm. This is reminding me of some of the talks I've heard with like. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Joe Rogan, too, oh, where he, where they just like get into just having yeah. such a good time. Like oh, yeah. I, I was remembering one I was listening to where they all just started getting really wasted uh-huh. and just getting really high. Yeah, and like I was driving over here going, oh, interesting. That would be kind of fun to it's just so be like rambling and just see like two, passing three hour along. documentation of these <laughs> yeah. guys like drinking and smoking yes. and, and even listening to their cadence or where. There's been some episodes that I've that I've heard of his uh-huh. same thing. Um, the uh, really famous uh, Alex Jones one. I heard that mm. they're like drinking through that. Yes, that's stuff. actually the one I was really? thinking okay, of. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny because yeah. you can feel. Oh it all. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, someone's getting up to go to the bathroom. And oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see the appeal of this. It's a uh, oh yeah. Well, and that guy's really one of the forefront in terms of just he's mm-hmm. been doing it for so long and does yeah. it so well and does these epic long interviews. That sure. Is not. Um, he's not trying to get in there and snip stuff out. Right. And, and well, one of the things that I feel in just in this setting, cause this is really my first time to have anything to do with the podcast is yeah. that it feels really fantastic knowing that somebody's listening, yeah. you know, it's just you and I sitting here, but it right. feels so much bigger and I feel oh, a yeah, lot of gratitude. This is episode four. Millions <laughs> of people are. It's it's yeah. Yeah, but just the just the knowing, you know, that right. th- there is that potential. Uh-huh. Um, feels really. It, it feels more important in a way, and yeah. I feel privileged. Oh no, it's fun to sit down. I mean, that's the whole point of even trying to document this. Even even in a simpler sense too, even if it's just for the future me. Sure, I, sure. I, the analysis. I was thinking like that right too. Epic journal entry, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm all about that. You know? Yeah, I was thinking that earlier. I was like, man, this would be fun to listen back to. Yeah, and really, the evolution of this was was we've had some conversations and other friends, and we sure. get to the end of it, and we're thinking it'd be great to lock this yeah. down recording wise. Garage sets. And if we're gonna do that, let's go ahead and maybe yeah. share them. You know. Yeah, um, I totally agree. If, if if it works, if it feels good, so far, so yeah. Good. 
I think so too. Right on, man. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, Thanks so much. It's been great. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally, 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 totally. <laughs> and um, and plastics. So if you think about it, <laughs> shh, it's a deal. DJ Con.